first. Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound, as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us, and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecast or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to go check them out and use promo code BFP123 for $5 off your shipping costs on orders over $20. We would also like to thank Any Racing News, The Graphics Coop, and Daniel Eugene Photography for their support, and of course, the pals over on Patreon. If you haven't yet, go over to patreon.com slash blackflaggedpodcast and subscribe for $4.69 a month. You get some merchandise discounts, some monthly giveaways, and of course, some exclusive content. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good uh, all right boys and girls it's gonna be episode 184 <laughs> did we ever figure out what we're I on don't, i don't fuck i, I think, think it is four it, it is got a little yeah. it got a little gray uh towards the uh the 250 <clears throat> there but uh as always i am charlie sanborn to my left is bradley saucier and to his left is bobby timmons we are at black flag pod on all things social media um all things uh considered the weekend was had and <clears throat> I think uh, it was quite eventful. Uh, uh, I, I got to go all the way back to right after we got done recording last Monday. So uh, I almost got sex trafficked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I needed printer paper because I had a whole bunch of orders that I had to ship out. And uh, we conveniently ran out of paper. So about 930 at night, I threw on the sweats and uh, went to go slum it up at the local Walmart, as one does. And uh, always a unique experience. Just some of the worst people in the world in there. It makes you feel a lot better about yourself, though. Um, so I went in and uh, got a thing of paper. Um, didn't really need anything else. I think I moseyed on over to the ice cream pints and I uh, grabbed one of those as well as one does. Can't just get one thing. So sweats and a pint of ice cream at Walmart Ye- on a Monday night. Well, I was trying to blend in. I was essentially just wearing camo. But yeah, the, the difference is they usually get like I feel like the rest of the families get like a Briar's tub um, <laughs> and they just kind of eat that for dinner. Um, mine was just a late night snack and I got a Halo top, which was more expensive. So um, felt good about it. But. We get to the like the self checkout. They they have a dude that stands there and checks your receipt, and you know it's super fucking inconvenient when Maine doesn't allow bags. So you, you usually fumble fucking around. Like I don't even know where I put my receipt on the way from self checkout to this dude today. Or that day I only had two things. So I'm but it's still like tucked underneath me. I'm like all right, whatever, fucking grab it, give it to the guy. And so in my head, I don't say anything out loud. I internalize it because I'm not an animal. And uh, I was like, well, this fucking guy is always just such a problem. So I get out the doors. The two guys in front of me had one item, got their receipts checked. One of the guys in front of me turns to me and goes, that guy, that guy never sees to amaze me. You know, he, he checked my receipt and I only got one item. And I was like, oh yeah, my favorite's when you're fumble fucking around with a whole handful of shit and you can't find it. And then you have to put all your shit on the ground. It's a whole thing. So the other guy starts bitching. He's like, oh, I only got a box of Lucky Charms. He checked mine too. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool, man, whatever. Fucking, I go to take a right. One of the kids goes, yeah, you want to uh, want to come to a webinar on Thursday? I was like, fucking what? Is the dude that's checking receipts going to be there? Like, what? where did that come from? I'm like, God, no, I'm uh, I'm going to... I was like, my girlfriend, she's got 
something going on and I gotta go and check it out down in Connecticut and fucking sh- whatever. Shampoo the lamp- lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I got a whole bunch of other shit going on and I'm never gonna come to your webinar. And they're like, no, no, no. If you, if you can't make this one, we do it every Thursday. And I'm like, oh yeah, great. Maybe I'll check it out sometime. Whatever. Fucking go to take a right. The guy goes, yeah, it's all about the inaccuracies of the Bible. I'm like... <laughs> Well, now you're talking my language. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I pulled up a lawn chair, sat down, <laughs> fucking got the spoon out. I could start eating the pint. I'm like, yeah, tell me more. And he's like, yeah, yeah, well, Jesus, you know, uh, he, he actually didn't want church on Sunday. He wanted, uh, it was supposed to be on Saturday. Yeah, Sundays like, are for football. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, and no shit. Ba, 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 da, da, da. <laughs> so, fucking guy, dun, 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 dun. Guy, guy's like telling me all this bullshit. He's like, oh, yeah, fucking Mary and John and fucking Ron and... Carrie and Terry and Larry. I'm like, yeah, sweet man. He's like, can if I care if I give you a card? I'm like, I don't give a shit what you give me. Whatever that gets this conversation give, over with. Give me my time back. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, oh, he like gets out like this big box and shit, and he's like, flick, like fumble fucking through it. He's like, is a, is a pamphlet all right? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I take a pamphlet and uh, he's like, oh yeah, nice to meet you. Shakes my hand. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, most people that introduce themselves immediately upon them saying their name, I've already forgotten it. So. This was no different. Just because they were wearing polos that were tucked in did not change anything. Um, a and, tucked in polo on yeah. Monday night getting lucky charms. No, did I tell you uh, what they were doing? <laughs> they were spreading the word of the Lord. So it, uh, they were trying to sex sense. traffic you is what yeah. they were doing. So, and, I <laughs> thought, and I thought nothing of it. I'm like, that's weird, but it's Walmart. So, you know, a bunch of animals here. So I, I'm walking They're, back to my yeah. truck. I unlock my truck. And I'm parked, you know, it's, it's think of a parking lot, right? There's two, th- well, a bunch of spaces Two spaces, road on each side. I'm parked behind another car, like nosed into the back bumper of that one with the access road obviously behind me as a parking lot operates. Well, there's a Chevy Aveo, a white one, with no lights on whatsoever. It's probably the one we had in Florida two years ago. Parked right... It, yeah. It probably was the same exact one. It's probably the hell of a rightful owner trying to get the the background on what the fuck happened with that thing. But Why was there three different people driving it at once? Yeah. <laughs> That was a that was a story to tell the grandchildren. Glad we uh, lived to tell it. Well, maybe not to the grandchildren yet, but one of these days, hopefully. But so there's a, there's a Chevy Aveo parked like, uh, like I don't know, just diagonal with no lights on, right behind my back bumper. And as I'm walking over, the car in front of me fucks off. So I'm like, oh, thank God! Like at least now I got an exit. But like, what the fuck is this guy doing? No lights on, just sitting there. I'm like, this guy's trying to like block me in. So I immediately fire up the cell phone, FaceTime Amanda, and she's like, hey. And I'm, I just, no we're, words. We're live streaming my <laughs> capture here, so <laughs> yeah. be ready for this. Just, there's just no words for me. It's like sitting on the seat, and I'm just like looking around, and I like turn the truck on, rip the thing out of the parking lot. Guy like pulls into the parking spot and then just like stops and then like turns the lights on, and I'm like, oh, no, he's follow- He's going to follow me, 100%. So I tell her the whole situation, and uh, I, I am blowing through red lights. Didn't even think to stop at a red light. I could have got T-boned and murdered. And I was just like, oh, no, it was a cult behind me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, ended up living to tell the, the tale. I got into the driveway, turned the lights off. I'm sitting there just like looking around the mirrors like, oh, God, please tell me they're not behind me. They're, they might still be behind me. I have no idea. I get inside. Charlie's Brad, like, whatever you do, don't turn around right now. <laughs> well, well, there's <laughs> actually somebody hiding in the Woody Pit Cat tail section. Oh, no. And they're not spiders from last week. Uh. <laughs> That was a big bastard. They're probably fucking pissed that I threw that. Well, so I'm driving and, and I'm not, I really don't condone littering. Like that's one of my things. I hate when people are driving with me and they just throw something out the window. It's like, what are you doing? Who raised you? Um, <laughs> but I'm sitting there on FaceTime with Amanda and I'm like, yeah, they gave me this pamphlet. And I'm like driving like a hundred miles an hour back to the house, like, holding it up. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, uh, you probably want to get rid of that thing. I'm like, 
why? She's like, I don't know. It could be like a fucking tracker on it. I'm like, you're right. Throw it right out the window. <laughs> Get that bitch out the window. <laughs> we got back to the house, told Charlie the whole story. He's like, did they did they follow you home? I'm like, I don't think so. Are He's they like, here? That's good. <laughs> That's actually not what I said. He, I'm in, I'm like in my underwear in the kitchen, as one does. Yeah. And he yeah, comes, your fucking ass. <laughs> he, comes, he comes flying through the door. He's like, I just got sex traffic. I was like, well, do they know where we live? <laughs> I was like, that's really the bigger issue, Brad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was, and that was a Monday. So um, a whole was, whole ass week ago. For sure, one of the best ice cream pints I've had, uh, sitting in the comfort of still having my kidney. So I'm uh, not going to go to Walmart when I leave here, is what you're telling me. <laughs> no, I definitely, definitely hit the target. Why does that shit happen, though? Like, there's does, some does, weird stuff happening at the Scarborough one, especially Just, lately, just Walmarts in general. I mean, the, the Wyndham community page will get one every once in a while, and like they'll go like semi-viral. Like, it, why is this weird shit happening at Walmart, yeah. but nothing... There's people telling these weird stories, but you don't, like... You don't hear the story of, like... Oh, I, I brought my family to Walmart, and now three of them are missing. And like, you don't hear <laughs> yeah. those stories; you just hear people being sketchballs. So they're like unsuccessful sketchballs. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, I guess well, like it's, maybe it's the Walmart of sketchballs. These aren't Target sketchballs. These well, are no, Walmart tar- Target's too high class. Like Walmart is the just cesspool of humans. Like yeah. I, yeah. I leave work disgusting, smelling like metal, dirty. And I walk into Walmart and I'm like, I'm still better than these people, you know. Oh, thousand percent. Chef, chest puffed out. But like, it's like, it's only Walmart though. Like, it, like that doesn't happen at Kohl's. No, well, <laughs> it doesn't happen at fucking no one Marshalls. Kohl's, right? <laughs> that's why I mean, that's why it doesn't happen because there's not many of those stores left. Yeah. No, but it, it is wild. I was it, thinking, of, you don't get stalked and trafficked at the Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the no, I, the, I went into rape going on at Lowe's. When that's I, all I'm saying. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy, yeah. I don't know. I went into Hannaford the next day. I felt a lot more safe, so I'm gonna stick to Hannaford. If yeah. I need, if I need a uh, printer paper, we're gonna go out of, out of the way to Staples, and uh, we're not. Gonna I've help. done my best at avoiding WalMarts, and I had to go to Walmart this past Friday, and I was halfway through my list of things to get, and I just audibly out loud said "fuck this" <laughs> and went and checked out with what I had, and I said I'll get the rest of it on Amazon. I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think anyone that knows me knows how many times I've pulled into a Walmart parking lot and been like, you know what, nope. And then just went home or went to a different store. Like I, I will all day be like, all right, I gotta go to. I gotta get all this stuff. It all makes sense to go to Walmart. You get it all right there. I get into the parking lot. I see like one person with like the fupa hanging out, and I'm like, you know what? No, one too many pairs of Cookie Monster yeah. pajama pants. Yeah. We're not doing this Every today. Time. Yeah, like cigarette ash burns through them. You're like, okay, like they're drinking a diet like Mountain Dew, but like out of the two liter on the way into the store. You're wearing, like wearing etnies and a fucking oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, and a screen tea that has Sorry like a if we offended anybody of any of our listeners. If you are the Cookie Monster pajama wearing uh, No no cigarette. no no, no we it's like either, you. It's either <laughs> Cookie Monster pajamas or like a flat bill Cookie Monster hat. Yeah. It's one of the two. And yeah. if they have the hat, the it's a monster doesn't deserve this. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. It's not his fault no. that the white trash people chose him as their leader. Like, yeah. I don't even know if the white trash people, well, I guess it still it would be white be trash, the- but I think the, the CEO of Walmart's like, you know what? We're just going to stock the shelves with nothing but, like, like orange fucking Hanes blank t-shirts, and, uh, you know, one's going to have a pumpkin on it, and the rest is just going to be Cookie Monster and fucking Elmo shit for full-grown adults. Like, what? What are we doing? It's not Cookie Monster's fault, man. Like, what did he do to deserve that? Yeah, but it's always like that Oscar guy. the Grouch. He lives in a fucking trash can. Like, he should be the official spokesperson of the trash people. See, that would not be a, that'd be a, that'd be, a, that'd be offensive. 
That'd be, they, they would Jim know. Henson is rolling over in his grave knowing that Cookie Monster ended up being the official spokesman, <laughs> spokesperson of the trash people, not the actual trash man guy. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Can you imagine, really can you imagine yeah. if you just like were walking in? And is Jim Henson had... actually dead? Do, do we even know that? Is that I, the puppet guy? He created the Sesame Street. I would assume. And the I would, and all I, that he shit. would have yeah. to be. I would uh, yeah. assume so. Can you imagine if you just like walked in and saw someone wearing like Big Bird fucking like a flannel? It'd be, it'd be but it, trash. It'd be. <laughs> But it wouldn't be a flannel. It'd be like a leather jacket where like the arms are wings. It's a Letterman, but and it just has Big Bird as the logo. Yeah, and they're wearing like a monster shirt underneath it. Oh my god! At and knees, a fox. Dude. At knees and a fucking like like a fox. Yeah, so it wasn't Jim Henson yeah. at all. It was for sure not somebody else. But why? Why didn't? Oh no! He, uh, he get, no, he did. Yeah, him and Carol Spinney created Sesame Street. So I, I was half right. Facts is he, is by he, Bob. Is yeah. he alive? <laughs> Oh, I didn't even look at that part. I just wanted to make sure I was correct. <laughs> I would assume that he's not. Let's take guesses on when he died. Um, 87. Oof. Nah, it's got to be late. Nah, it's got to be like the 90s. Like, I was going to say, uh, uh, we'll, we'll give it a 2002. Okay. May 16th, 1990. Ah, shit. Before any, before any of us were born. One dollar. <laughs> eh, still wrong. Fuck. Uh, yeah. No, just uh, Walmart. Great spot. Check it out. A lot of cookie monster. <laughs> this this ad this this ad read is brought to you by Walmart and it's Sesame not, Street. It's not I don't think it's Walmart. that. Walmart is foul. Can you you know what they should have sold? And I don't necessarily know how the fairs get away with it, but like back in the day, I don't know. They probably still do. Like just those monster like knockoff shirts that are very clearly not monster. Like they like they, there would be like a DC logo with a monster like imprinted <laughs> over it, and you're like. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I was I was like fifth grade. Like, Had to have it. Just oh my god, yeah! Like get me a drug rug next. Come on, <laughs> dude. It is fair season. So Fairs are getting ready to update our drug rugs. Yeah. <laughs> Grab your shit kickers and get this Rastafarian I colored uncomfortable ass fucking. Hoodie. Do need to dust off all my flannels so I can go to the fair and fit in. It is about that time. Except that it was yeah. eighty degrees today. <sighs> was it fucking hot yesterday? <laughs> For too. no reason. Human as a motherfucker. Yesterday. Oh my god! Yesterday, I I don't even my taint was sweating like when the minute I stepped out of the air conditioning, it was, didn't even make sense. It was cloudy. You thought that it'd be like it's fucking September. Cool, cool off. Yeah, <laughs> knock which, it off already. <laughs> which like I think it makes sense, but I, I also think that maybe the attendee tallies that we did a long time ago at Star was like during Classic Weekend or like early on in uh, Classic it was Weekend, a, and it was that was the hottest I think I've ever been. Classic was, Weekend is either yeah. ninety five or sixty five. There's no in between. No, I've like been thinking back to like the last like this will be like my fifth Classic now in a row. To run and i'm like it's either hot as fuck or it's like we need a space heater for the engine yeah. Yeah, it's cold yeah, yeah. Br when brad and i did the tendy tallies there it was no less than four million degrees that day and then we decided to get the hottest freshest fried food of all time ever then this weekend's gonna be no different and yeah. we had to literally wait to eat it it was that hot yeah and Which, then we still didn't even really wait actually you know what was crazy is that you'd think that it would have cooled off in the, the trip because where we, where we did that on Star's property is like very far away from where they sell it. So you'd think that it would have cooled off on the walk, but the sun was so hot it probably kept them hotter. It's going to be relatively cool this weekend, 68 to 78 over the course oh, of the three beautiful. days. beautiful. Into that. 69, if you will. Yeah. That would be pretty nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. What do we do this weekend, team? Well, you did flappy birding things. Well, we all go-karted on Friday night. Well, that did happen, yeah. Uh, go karts went rel relatively smooth. I don't think we pissed yeah. anybody off, did uh, we? One guy after the heat races. Well, that doesn't that. count. Nah. No. Um, and I did a sweet job of being an absolutely unprofessional official and screamed at him back. You can't really have that. No, you can. Really, uh, you, you can't, can't really yell at your racers like that. But <clears throat> I did, and I felt stupid. But the guy also kind of deserved it. So. That's fine. Yeah, Charlie. Um, 
Charlie and I, uh, I don't know if we were overtired or <laughs> what, but we, we were... We had a full-blown you guys comedy thought you, you guys thought you were sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that we, <laughs> yeah, we were working on our stand-up comedy bit. It was weird, though, because we were both talking at the same time, so apparently we have the same special coming out, but... Uh, yeah, at one point, um, there was a lot of downtime where we had to re-rack the field. The, yeah, the junior, were, junior sportsmen was struggling to get their uh, get their heat rate. Or was, no, sportsman B. Um, the bigger one. We had had three weeks off from go-karting, and in the course of that three weeks, that division forgot how to restart or how to start a race, so it was tough. Uh, and that was, yeah. that was most of your downtime. Yeah, so at one point I made like a, I don't know, I, I brought something up regarding the the uh, the queen dying. I never said the queen died. I just like said something that would have made people that that were um, mature enough know what I was talking about. When Charlie just stops and there's like ten seconds of downtime, he just goes, "Yeah, yeah tough break for England." <laughs> and I don't know why, but just the fact that we were supposed to be announcing go karts in front of us and we were talking about the royal family and shit, like. I was dying for so long, and then uh, I was like, "Yeah, what do they? What do they even do now?" I was like, "What do they got a princess up in line or something?" And he's like, "No, I think they got a prince, it's, uh, fresh prince." I was like, they're, they're, the, "They're letting Will do that after he slapped the shit out of that guy?" And I didn't say shit. Actually, I've done a good job. I've, I'm on week nine of not cursing. Charlie, the fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. I'm disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but, I still haven't done cunt yet. Yeah, that was, a, that was an all timer. That was a Jeremy thing. Shout out to Jake Matheson, <clears throat> Rusty. Uh, um, Did a hell of a job. Rusty called out sick. I uh, couldn't make it to the event, so I threw out a. Uh, we've nicknamed Jake. He's just our proverbial dartboard. Because <laughs> um, now Charlie on 250 weekend needed help loading and unloading his race cars. I needed a guy at the go kart track this Friday, and we just threw darts and said one of them will stick, and both of them have stuck on Jake Matheson. Well, when we have a group chat with literally like 39 people, it's like, yeah, it's a, a greatest amount of people. My father always used to say this. You throw enough shit on the wall, something will stick, right? Well, Jake Matheson stuck to the wall, and uh, he helped me load up, and then uh, he did a hell of a job corner working. Yeah, I think he. Uh, I don't think he really knew what to expect, and I was just like, yeah, just show up, here's the radio. And then he got there, we kind of went over it, and uh, he picked it up pretty quickly. Was was a perfect fill-in, slid right in. So I said, uh, when Rusty quits this job, I said, it's all yours. Uh, <laughs> I don't know when that's going to be. It could be this week. It could be in three years. I don't know. But uh no, he was good. So yeah, uh, the lineup sheet, everything. Yeah, big you know. shout out to Jake. You know, he figured it out. Maybe if you race long enough, you can figure out. Yeah, how yeah, it's, you, it's not that you, difficult. You but, get it. but uh, it's nice to know that you know had somebody come in and and uh, I didn't have to yell at him. I, I yell at Rusty mostly just because it's fun, but I didn't have to yell at Jake. It's yeah. easy to do sometimes too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually got to go back because I I have I had notes in my phone from. Uh, well before the weekend, so actually um, followed up uh, by getting sex trafficked on Monday night. Uh, Wednesday night, I'm sitting down here. And, Tough uh, week for you. So, <clears throat> well, no, actually, this is just funny, and this is more of a Charlie thing. But so I'm sitting at work, and uh, text message rolls through around eight o'clock in the morning. Usually, Charlie and I don't conversate that early, so I'm like, oh, I wonder what that is. So I look immediately. Charlie goes, "I'm so ready to watch some foosball or whatever," and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Like football game like and i'm looking forward to it's bills in fucking rams it's gonna be a good game so i've been looking forward to it since i don't know like june um and so i'm pumped up but it's now wednesday so charlie texts me on uh, on on wednesday, wednesday at 8 a.m that's geez about um 24 <laughs> the 12 36 hours before kickoff yeah yeah so <laughs> so he's all hot and pumped and i'm i think nothing of it i'm like i'm also excited like can't wait and pumped and uh so i had i had this plan i told him i was like 
at some point during the day on Thursday, I'll text you uh, or I'll message the group chat that we have and I will get everyone's wing order and I'll order wings. I'll go get drinks, whatever. And, uh, so, uh, about, you know, midday, I, I'm thinking nothing of it still. Charlie goes, Oh, uh, Lindsay's making Buffalo chicken dip. I'm like, cool. Again, didn't think anything of it. I'm like, it's a nice he's, Wednesday yeah, snack. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, they're, I'm like, they're planning. They're just planning everything out ahead of time. That's good. Good. Love some planning. Um, so again, Wednesday night, I come back home. I'm like doing some graphics, like on the laptop, just sitting here downstairs on the couch. I hear the door open. I hear Charlie start coming down. He rounds the corner with a big old tub of buffalo chicken dip. He goes, "So, uh, do you want to want to want to watch the game down here up or uh, up upstairs?" I oh, looked at him. I looked. Figured that out tomorrow. But. <laughs> I, I looked at him. I'm like, I mean, uh, uh, game's not till tomorrow, but I mean, we, we can watch whatever, wherever. I don't care. And uh, so. The, the confusion uh, on my face Charlie, must have been. You know, <laughs> you know when you like when it, like a dog hears something that it doesn't quite understand and like tilts its whole head and then like just kind of keeps doing it. Like that was Charlie. Like he's just like fucking idiot. Like it's Thursday, you, you dumb fuck. It's like the football's not on Friday, you fucking moron. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, so <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> but at this point, Lindsay's halfway down the stairs, and Charlie like meets her, and and then I can hear like a conversation, like a little bit of laughter, and like Lindsay's like, "You're such an idiot." And so we, we go upstairs. I'm like, I'll, "I'll chill upstairs. I got nothing going on." So we go up, and I'm like, there's got to be something on TV. And I remember seeing a part of my take graphic, or maybe it was the Pat McAfee show. I think it might have been them. It was, there was like four days or five days throughout the whole month where there was no football on. And uh, that, that specific Wednesday was one of them. Yep. So, <laughs> so uh, we You don't even up. have the benefit of Maction, the Mid-Atlantic nope. Conference that plays all their college games on Wednesdays. No, no. So uh, have that going for we, you. Uh, we, we fired up the YouTube TV. We was looking around. We uh, we joined into a, a Dodgers-Giant blowout in the bottom of the ninth. <laughs> it was 9-3. to three. We pretended like... Like we cared. We uh, we kept like going around. We ended up on Family Guy at one point. We watched a little bit of a, a Hard Knocks rerun, just Mao and Buffalo chicken dip for uh, for almost no reason. But then uh, we we're I was sitting there doing a fantasy football draft actually, and uh, realized that uh, Eldora had their fucking late model deal, whatever the fuck that is, to win one hundred and twenty six thousand dollars or whatever going on. So cheap enough. We, the world uh, one hundred. The world one hundred. Yeah, we fired that up and uh, watched some dirt NASCARs. So. Yeah, uh, I uh, cool. I have never been more confused in my entire life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so it, it was prior to Labor Day weekend, right? Everybody had Monday off. You know, it it was supposed to be a long weekend for me. Well, I get up Saturday, and the one person I had working the desk for me at my establishment did a no call no show. So everybody's scrambling to go and get this the store open and whatever. So I was there from about you know nine o'clock to close, which kind of deleted one of my bonus days for the long weekend so then because it was a long weekend i had monday off anyway i still had two days off in a row and then i went to the to work and it was tuesday and i I thought it was monday and then i was like okay well i'm just gonna skip ahead a couple days i guess and i thought it was thursday all day wednesday convinced ready to rip fucking watch a football game to the point where i quite literally like brad said had a whole pan of buffalo chicken dip ready to go Mm. and it was uh very much Wednesday, and that was tough. That was that was tough. Tough break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I was so fucked up that whole week. I uh, <laughs> and the bigger bummer was it being Wednesday, and I was like, that means tomorrow's also not Friday, which yeah. is a double kick in the. We're, <laughs> we're sitting down there, and like the whole night was just a comedy of errors, and we're just like joking around, like making fun of Charlie and like his little whoopsies, and then like looking over, like watching the dirt duel, fucking whatever the fuck's going on. I look over, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's a really big biggest bummer. <laughs> about today not being Thursday 
is that tomorrow's also not Friday. <laughs> and uh, him and Lindsay start laughing, and then she posted something about like her avocado toast, and I was just like, oh, man, Monday's am I right? <laughs> I think it was Friday. Like weird. That was just it was just a comedy show the whole entire week. But uh, yeah, I'm just glad that you know we're gonna re- release this podcast to the people on Thursday. So yeah, what day is it today? <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What, what are we all thankful for, boys? I missed, thank- I missed a lot. I'm of thankful shit. that tomorrow is Easter. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful that they still they got holiday eggnog in the fucking coolers right now at Hannaford. I was so confused. I don't like an eggnog. I I, I will I'll like I'll mix an eggnog. If it had maybe. a cooler name, yeah, nog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is a nog? A slob on my nog. Like it's, it's, it's like a creamy just nog like, juice drink. I, I don't understand what what is the nog part. Uh, I, I get the egg part. I know that part. But well, it's I don't like, think anybody would buy a carton of just egg egg thick, <laughs> thick egg milk. Like, yeah, yeah. That sounds a little better than <laughs> nog. Here's, here's some whipped yolks. Would you like this, please? Well, the, the thing like thick egg milk would actually sell. I I, I will like if <laughs> if given the opportunity. It's not cum. I promise. Well. <laughs> is <laughs> i uh i would mix it with like regular milk if someone's like hey like do you want to add some eggnog i'd be like no part. and they'd be like well all right well i'm gonna like you know we got milk we got eggnog we got you know soda i don't drink soda so i would just mix egg milk egg milk and fucking <laughs> milk and just, <laughs> just you, make it drink you, out got, it. you gotta do the vanilla eggnog though it's, it's something the hood, with consistency the hood vanilla eggnog it yeah. just tastes like melted ice cream it's mm. phenomenal <clears throat> yeah i'm a big eggnog guy but that being said eggnog in september seems a little early i That's was very little, very preemptive. I, I used to like an eggnog it's just now that like bobby mentioned it's called <clears throat> nog i think when i look at it like my my wiener shrivels up and i'm like but you know the, what? i feel like there's several things that have strange names that are pretty okay like meatloaf oh it's a, not good you don't like no a meatloaf, i hate huh? i hate meatloaf and that's really? why i use it as a, as a insult <laughs> but it's also a weird na- also like okay so if you think about it like, like cheesecake yeah it's a like, cake of cheese well yeah, that, but it's that, like, is, that is weird but meatloaf weird. just sounds so repulsive that i can't eat it and i that's why i use it as a a insult like for instance like i'm not like not not to mention anyone, but a specific lap car yesterday at Lee was being a bit of a meatloaf. Like just that's how you would use. Talk about the eighty two. <laughs> I was gonna say, is it in between numbers uh, eighty one and eighty three? Uh, could be, could be. Holy yeah. fuck! <laughs> no, I just it's just a, it's a it's a term that you use just to use as a term because it sounds like meatloaf just sounds meat like whistle. Yeah, meat, meat head. whistle, meat head. Just, yes, meat. None of it's endearing. No, no. Meat nog, <laughs> meat head, Me- meat nog. What is nog? Did so we... it. Um, I just looked it up. Slob it, uh, on my nog. <laughs> it comes from so the word what? noggin. A noggin being a small wooden carved mug. No, it's not that. It's a. Nope. It's a drink that was mixed and drank out of this wooden mug, and um, it used to be called milk punch. That sounds. I feel like that was repulsive. <laughs> it originally included a ton of sugar, brandy, milk, eggs, and egg yolks. What is it? So just drop the brandy. So it's not that. Uh, hold that's the, boring. Hold the brandy. That's I guess. boring. Yeah. Who's brandy? <laughs> she hot. <laughs> uh, I just can't even. Uh, the The milk punch. Uh, just you. It no, sounds like it, thick egg milk sounds better. <laughs> it does. Whatever I came up with earlier. It Print sounds, the labels, boys. It sounds like verbal trademark. <laughs> milk and fruit punch, and that just sounds so so gross that <laughs> I can't get over that fact. And so just crack eggnog, an egg in there. See what happens. Suddenly, eggnog sounds a lot better. Hmm. But also, I feel like you could use it as like an insult. Ah, oh, you fucking eggnog. <laughs> yeah, you call people an egghead. That's also not endearing. Like that's an insult. You fucking egghead. You meat egg. You meat nog, you egg loaf, <laughs> you egg whistle. 
Yeah, so our weekends. Mm. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, we went to the Waterford Speed Bowl in New London, Connecticut, Bradley and I, as well as the rest of my race team. We went and uh, competed in the 350 Smack Not a Drug Super Modified Series. Did you flat better than the rest of them, Bob? <clears throat> we had a pretty good little car. Um, went out in the first practice, turned some laps, looked at the scoreboard. I was third. I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't really know what to do to it other than put tires on it. So I drive to the to the pit and uh, sitting there, and it was just like a continuing, uh, continuous hour of practice. So I could have gone back out if I wanted to. And I'm like, well, the only thing I want to know is like, was if the wing was okay. There's nothing else I need to try. So I'm trying to talk to my dad, and he's just talking to other people. And I'm like, I'm still strapped in the car, still got all my shit on. I'm like trying to like wave my dad over. And there's a guy standing by the car. And he's just kind of observing, redheaded fella. And I'm like trying to get my dad's attention. Finally, this guy like walks up to my dad's. Like, hey, I think he wants to talk to you. So me and dad are talking, and we decide that like, okay, we're we're all good. So we're done this round. So I get out of the car, and I say to this guy, I'm like, oh, thanks, you know, appreciate that. He's like, ah, no problem. So I get to get to talking with the guy, and he uh, said he's heard of the show, loves to listen to us, admits he doesn't get to listen all the time, but he likes to tune in when he can. And uh, he's like, I don't, I don't mean to be weird, but um. He's like, I, I, I bake. I make things, especially carrot cake. I really enjoy making carrot cake. Would you like to try one of my carrot cake cupcakes? And I'm like, well, who the fuck am I to turn down a carrot cake cupcake? I'm like, absolutely, man. Bring them over. So he comes over and... Love a carrot cake. I'll take anything that's not a pamphlet. On Friday night, the uh, the annual TC shootout at Stafford, won by our pal Mike Jr., um, this guy had made 109 carrot cake cupcakes, one for each of Ted's uh, wins at Stafford in an SK. And he had a few left over. They were absolutely delicious. So shout out to the na- the guy's name is Don Stone, Stoney. <clears throat> he said, uh, you know, you know Sean Foster. I said, quite well. Big fan of Sean. He says, well, Sean's a short track racer. I have been dubbed the short track baker. Okay. Ah. He's got his own decal on, I believe, the Ferns, late models, or some of them. Um, this is not how I thought this story was going to go. No, all no, the way. no. I, I told I told him since he listened. I said, "Well, make sure you listen to this week's show because I'm going to talk about this." Like the, the carrot cake cupcake was phenomenal. I was thinking that you might. I love a carrot cake. Yeah, I do. Oh, I so love good. Carrot cake is. I don't like um, cake. It's like one of my things. Yeah, but I, I carrot cake. I will fuck up a carrot I'm, cake. I'm not a big sweets guy, but Justin Harris. Cake, Justin Harris had one. He agreed, and then you know my dad. My dad's super like. He's just shyish i guess and anytime anyone could offer him anything he's just gonna say no that's just his nature so so he you know the guy offered you know all of my guys and my dad no i'm all set thank you and and uh i said to dad i'm like oh you didn't take one he's like no i just he's like i don't he half jokingly says you know what what you know what if they're laced with weed and I look across the pit area and mike jr is just balls deep into eating one (laughs) and uh, i'm like well if they are, me and Mike are going to be high as fuck here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie was like, ah, it's not how this story, I thought the story was going to go. I was like, yeah, I, I was thinking that you were just going to get a little sleepy before the race started. <laughs> yeah, no, Brad was too busy boozing in the parking lot. He oh missed my out God. on the, uh, I did, I did. I missed out on Brad uh, tells everybody the on the socials, uh, you know, we got BFP merch at the 13 hauler and then proceeds to fuck off for like three hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was slinging merch in my fire suit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like I, yeah. writing all this shit down and then like, you know, Colin's like, how much do I owe? I'm like, I don't know. Like, go square up with Brad. And I'm like, he, he the thing with Colin. Hopefully he squares up with Brad. <laughs> Colin was standing right next to me and he's like, oh, I got to get a hat. I'm like, all right. He's like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll come get one from you in a little bit. We're standing, Bobby's parked the first car into the, I couldn't be any closer to like 
the picnic table drinking area of the grandstand. If I threw a baseball <laughs> and tried to hit his trailer, I would hit the other side of the pit area. That's how close we were. Like it was right there. So I was like, Oh, I'll go get you one right now. He's like, No, no, don't worry about it. I'll get one later. And then fucking two seconds later, Bobby's like, Oh yeah, Colin Colin got a hat and I'm like, dude, I just told him I would go with him and get him one. <laughs> and it's whatever. So uh no, a bunch of people stopped by. But yeah, so we get there early in the day and Bobby unloads, and uh, I, I put the merch box was already in the trailer and whatever, and so I go over and I'm shooting the shit with uh, Junior, and Marcus comes in, and he goes, uh, I don't remember how he worded it, but he was just like, you start yet? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, come on, what, what are you waiting for? I'm like, it's like ah, I got a cooler in there, but I got no ice, so I haven't really you know, started drinking or whatever, and so... He's like, well, we gotta. I don't. I have a bunch of stuff too. I don't have any ice, so we, we gotta go get some ice. So he's like, oh, like Corey just pulled in. Like maybe we'll see if he can he can go. And he's like, I take Junior's car, but I don't know how to drive stick. And uh, he's like, you know how to drive stick? I'm like, yeah, I know how to drive stick. And Marcus, so, it's time to grow up. Well, he he's saying that the whole time. He's like, it's really just something I should learn. I should just take Junior's car one of these times. I just don't want to break anything. Like while he's in there working, he's like, I should just go drive around the parking lot and figure out. Yeah, how to the do kid's it, but... family owns a transmission shop. If you break it, they can just fix <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So. Uh, that is one way junior, to get it. Yeah. Junior, junior comes out with the, the keys. He goes, "Don't want to drive stick." I'm like, yeah. Like, why is that so fucking surprising to you? And he's so he gives me the keys. We rip down. Like to you the, raced a truck that was a standard. Yeah. Like you've driven <laughs> race cars. We, we like. rip down. We rip down to the uh, shell. We get a bag of ice. Load up the cooler. Proceed to go back into the parking lot. Parked at one side of the parking lot. We're just sitting there shooting the shit for the longest time. Gas and nooners. We look over in the far corner. We see Mitchie Bags walk in, and I see his car. So I'm like, I'm going to park over next to Mitch. So we started. The, the cooler was absolutely completely packed. It's just a backpack cooler, completely packed full of nooners. And, um, well, one thing led to another. Just Marcus and I drained the whole cooler full of nooners. Had to replace them, put more nooners in there. We were down. We, we probably started the day with about 24 nooners. Mitchie Bags came over and helped out. And uh, so by the end of the day, we were all out of nooners and uh, switched over to Michelob's, which uh, Marcus had also brought. So we were just over there just chilling. A bunch of people ended up showing up. We had a good group of people. And we wandered back in. And, yeah, I was like, fuck, I've been gone for about three hours. And uh, then uh, Marcus went out to lunch, and I was just sitting there for the longest time. Marcus came back and uh, apparently had to take a nap uh, in between. So his, uh, <laughs> that is uh, as one does. <laughs> that it's it was something that I was seriously considering for the longest time. I really needed a nap, um, and uh, <clears throat> I guess I ended up taking one a little bit on the way home. But the races themselves, I mean, uh, other than Bobby's race, that was the last race of the night. Everything seemed to, to uh, go pretty smooth. It was it was pretty much either green to check or there was going to be a red flag. So. Uh, it was a pretty like long red flag. Tough night for the mini stocks. <clears throat> I think they, there was a couple uh, red flags in that one. Yeah, right? one resulted in a uh, cut the roof off, cut the fucking door bars out of it, fucking caused quite a delay in the program. No, no one's fault. I didn't even see what happened, to be honest. We were kind of, yeah. we had a, as we do, just slide four picnic tables together, had a big old gaggle. Um, you know, all the Connecticut pals and then all like my family, my, my sister, my mom. Uh, my sister's from Brittany, my girlfriend, Abby, you guys are all like, make this great big gaggle. And, uh, I show up at one point and, uh, Nicole Casagrande was like, Oh my God, Bobby Timmons is at the Bobby Timmons fan club section. Cause <laughs> everybody was wearing my t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, the race itself, it was, um, it was probably boring to watch. Honestly, I don't really know. Started, uh, started on the outside pole of my heat race on the outside of Sparky MacGyver. Hell of a name. Um, picture a guy who's uh, races a super modified with one hand and would have the name Sparky MacGyver. So they uh, they tell us that all these tracks that we go to, you know, start in the takeoff box. Waterford has a 
very clearly labeled takeoff box that's at like the center of three and four and the exit of four. So I'm like, okay, like I'm you know, doing my job as the guy on the outside, like get a wheel on him. You know, you dictate when we go. And he launches 10 car lengths before the box. I'm like, okay, we're going. <laughs> and to the point where like I fell back to third on the start. And I'm like, all right, get back, you know, get my fucking marbles back with me. And uh, the guy in second place or the guy leading actually at the time, George Halliwell bounces thing off the fence, caution comes out. I'm back to second. Got Sparky again. I'm like, okay, he's going to jump early. So I'm going to make sure that, you know, I jump 10 car looks early. He jumped 30 early the second time. Like we weren't even at the fucking crossover gate going into three. And he just goes, I was fourth at the flag stand. I'm like, okay, that's how we're going to do it. Huh? And we're, they just let it go. We're just going to let this go. All right, cool. Um, I drive back to third in the heat race, which is the top 12 redraw. So it really doesn't even matter. But I was fired up after the heat race. I'm like, if I get the lead in this feature tonight, we're going to be going wide open out of two. Like, <laughs> fuck that. I'm not getting beat that badly on a restart ever again. Like, I was, I was pretty fired up. Because I had a good car, and I expected to win the heat race. Not that it really matters, but... Um, so we go over to the redraw, and Sparky and I have had some disagreements, and I wouldn't exactly call us pals. Um, I spun him out in the Star Classic last year, and then he bounced me off the fence at Riverside the next week. Um, but I like Sparky. You know, I've always got along with him just fine. Off the track, he comes over, and he's like, Bobby, I had to jump you. I, I wouldn't want if I didn't. I'm like, jump me, Sparky. You didn't even give me a fucking chance, man. <laughs> He's like, I, I had to. I, well, there's no way I was going to beat you if it was even. I'm like, well, I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> so if you do what you got, you did what you had to do. Um, that's the shit that makes this class fun. Is guys will just race you like that and then laugh about it. You know, there's no sense getting mad about it. It's, and uh, I was gonna bitch, but then I'm like, no, fuck it. I'll just I'll do the same thing if I get to the lead. Uh, so we redraw. The redraws where the races, you know, are made. Unfortunately, you know, you got so many guys that are so fast and so close that they redrew fifth. Um, they had a hell of a wreck on the first lap, so I gained a spot out of that. Restarted fourth, got to third on the first turn, and uh, the race went green to checkered. Scotty Watts got to the lead. Kenny White was second. I was third. We uh, were all the exact same speed. We were the three, if not three of the four fastest cars in the field, and that was just how it played out. Um, there was no cautions, nothing we could really do. We we're all hauling ass. You know, Kenny would like roll up on Scotty. Couldn't quite do anything. I'd roll up on Kenny. You know, I'd get within like a half a car length of him and I'd get real, real free. So I'd lose like four car lengths. And, um, at that point I get down to the end of it and I'm like, with like five to go, I'm like, well, oh, fuck it. Third pays the bills. Solid day. Um, get a cool trophy. Um, got to victory lane, got to do an interview. I think the guy's name's Dave something or other. And um, I was like, I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity. And he just looks at me. I was like, you're on my TV. <clears throat> you're on my TV every Friday night. Because, you know, he does the victory lane interviews at Stafford, too. And he got a pretty good kick out of that. Um, Sean comes down to the racetrack, shakes the first place guy's hand, shakes second place guy's hand, gets halfway to my car and just goes, Psh. <laughs> doesn't even come over. What a prick. I respect that. Maybe had nothing to do with the fact that he walked by when I was hanging out in the bar area. Four times, I think, he walked by, and I would just yell, Sean, I love racing at your facility, Sean. And he would just, typical Sean, just would act like he didn't hear me or see us. But, uh, so it was a cool day. Definitely one of the more fun overall days I've had at the racetrack in a long time. 
um, capped it off with the ride home, watching Brad damn near fall asleep on my dad's lap several times. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I went from fighting for my life on the way down for other reasons to uh, fighting for my life just trying yeah, to. Brad stay accidentally awake. got stoned on the way down. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, won't mention any product names, but uh, it was CBD. There was no, there was no THC yeah, in there. They may not sponsor a cup car that our friend spots for. Yeah, and our one of our friends drives. So I, I was like, oh, I'll support the the fucking deal. I woke up and I was just hung over from go karts and like didn't feel good. And, and I'm like, you know, everyone has their own like little fucking, I don't know, ideologies, I guess. I don't like using uh, Advil or Tylenol. Very, very rarely. Big do I pharma. We can't support that. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I just usually don't do it. Like, I'll take a liquid IV for sure. P- Wasn't P- there an I- episode titled Big Pharma is Sus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's one of the ones I got way scrubbed back. up. Pretty sure. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. They, they, they took it down. Vaguely rings a bell. <laughs> yeah. Pfizer came over and they're like, uh-uh cut it uh, <laughs> so i woke up i woke up saturday morning and i'm like ah, you know i'll just take one of these gummies like it what is it gonna do like i've i've smoked like weed for mo- the majority of my life so i have no really i'm not really worried about uh having some cbd gummy uh so i e- even had like a little bit more than half of one um because i was like ah, maybe i don't need a whole one and uh i get to bobby's house i'm fine like right before we get in the car i'm like like anxiety ridden like holy fuck and then Bobby's like, yeah, you'll, you'll be sitting three wide middle between him and his grandmother. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, all right. Like, I mean, like I knew that that was going to be the case, but like, I'm like now freaking out, like as I, I was already freaking out. Um, <clears throat> before I got in the car, I sit down and I'm like, oh my God, like, oh my God, oh my God. Panic attack ensues first hour and a half. Just not good. Just like jittery, just like moving around. Like, oh, like feeling like I'm going to throw up. I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> I was like, if, swear to God, first hour and a half. I'm like, if I, if I throw up, it is going to be a crime scene. And I, I'm like, I'm going to have to throw up all over myself. And I don't have a change of clothes. I could, tell, I could <laughs> yeah. tell something was going on. Like our rides to the racetrack are relatively silent. Like yeah. just, there's a scene in Yellowstone, I was telling Brad this before the show, where Jimmy, um, one of the cowboys on the ranch, gets a girlfriend. So she jumps in the truck, and she looks at, from the back seat at Rip and says, what are we listening to? And Rip just goes, air conditioner. <laughs> That's our rides to the racetrack. Because as soon as 99.9 The Wolf goes out of range, Dad just shuts the radio off, and it's silent. Whether that's to Star or to fucking New York. It's the way it goes. And Brad just would not stop talking oh no we were just chatting the whole way bob and i were just so I'm having... like humoring him like keeping it go i don't care i'll talk all day that's why i like doing this but i i can like just tell him like what is my dad thinking of this yeah <laughs> but he was fine he he thought it was hilarious he, he likes the shit out of you so yeah he certainly didn't mind when you tried to take a little nap on his shoulder on the way home <laughs> well, so so this so it goes from it goes from us so me fighting for my life on the way down and like we get to like the middle of mass and it's just like he snapped right out of it's it. like poof, just gone i'm like oh thank god like, cause there was legitimately a point where like you start getting that like feeling in your stomach and you get like that weird taste. I'm like, I'm going to throw up. I have nothing. I'm just sitting by myself. I don't even have my hoodie anymore. I can't even throw up in my hoodie and have Bob fucking chuck that out the window. Like I did 18 times in fucking Florida. So I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, this isn't good. And then all of a sudden I was fine. And, uh, so we get to <clears throat> kind of like silent, like got a little bit more silent, like, cause I was just talking just to try to keep my brain occupied, I guess. And, um, and but, I was also <clears throat> talking to keep your brain occupied. Yeah, <laughs> we get to, <clears throat> we get to the gas station. <clears throat> right before the racetrack and it's like one of these small deals there's a diesel pump like right as you get by on on the right but the uh the intake is on the left so that was kind of inconvenient with a trailer so we get to the the diesel pump at the very end well there's like a a sprinter van that has all the doors open there's no one standing there and there's no one pumping gas so there's a gas nozzle in the like gas tank nobody there driver's door wide open all the sliding doors are open one girl with her dog presumably not 
an adult or able to drive a vehicle. Yeah. So we're just sitting there. We're yeah. Just sitting there. Sitting there. So so we all get out. We all this chaps my dad's ass. We like, yeah. more than anything is people who just park at a gas pump to go in and get fucking donuts or Subway or whatever they were getting. Yeah. So <clears throat> this this sub this this gas station is small. It has the bathroom over on the right, and then it has a Dunkin' Donuts and a Subway just right in the just like the your back prototypical of the side of the highway fill-up station. Yeah. It's not a. It's not really a big joint. So I like. I'm like, oh, I'll get Dunkin' Donuts. Like I'll get a coffee, whatever. Uh, now that I've I'm done fighting for my life, maybe I'll treat myself to a donut. So I get in line. There is like four people that you could tell her together. Um, not to be racist. I'm just. Um, so then the, there's like four or five people behind them that are all like. Um, I don't know. There was like eight people. There was only two people at the gas pump, and one of them happened to be at the diesel pump. So this guy had uh, the whole his whole crew there, and um, <clears throat> I went to I was went in the Duncan line. Was like this is gonna take way too long. I go back over, and I'm like I'm trying to figure out what I want to eat. I'm like I don't even know. Like I'm not really that hungry. But I'm kind of thirsty. Like kind of need some caffeine. Like whatever. I finally make my decision, and I felt bad because I'm like oh, I'm holding everyone up, but I kept looking out the window, and I saw like I saw the whole. Uh, Timmons Racing Crew just standing outside of the truck, just like hands on hips, just looking around. And had there not been a child <laughs> in the back seat of the Sprinter van, I would have either knocked it into neutral and pushed it away, or I'd have jumped in it and drove it away. So, so this is like a significant amount of time. Though. Oh my god, this 25 is twenty-five minutes, I think, at, at least. Before what? my dad finally says "fuck it," turns the—it's uh, a thirty-eight foot gooseneck trailer and then a dually—turns it around the wrong way to go to the other side of the only diesel pump, which now it has blocked the entire gas station off. But he's like, fuck it, we're tired of waiting. Yeah. And we got done gassing up before this guy finally came out with the rest of his fucking clan. And I could tell my dad, like, his, his like, jaw, like, clenched up and, like, his, his upper lip, like, I'm like, oh, he's going to let this fucking guy have it. <laughs> it's like, when my dad gets mad, it's, like, it's bad. You know, he doesn't get mad very often or very easily. But he he didn't. But he's like, we're going to have some fun with this. So he gets, we now have to like back out in like a peculiar way to get redirected in line with the highway to go. Well, this guy's now trying to leave and dad just throws it in park. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, oh, dad, do you need help backing out? He's like, I think I do. So I get out of the truck. He's two feet from the curb. And I'm like, you're close. You're close. I'm like, ooh. And I'm like, I put on like an Oscar worthy acting performance. He is not kidding. Like (laughs) the acting job that Bob gave was And I'm like backing him up and waving him forward. And I'm like, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. And we get it. So he's pointed the right direction. And I turn around and give this motherfucker in the sprinter van the biggest sarcastic like thumbs up. And the guy waves and smiles. And I'm like, this guy is so fucking ignorant that he doesn't even know what he's done clueless <laughs> doesn't zero awareness on this human being like <clears throat> absolutely belligerent and dad says hope this guy doesn't want to go faster than 65 <laughs> so we get we get going the guy I, t- I, I appreciate the pettiness oh my dad is so petty i love it <laughs> oh i love it the, so we're, we're wheeling along my dad will drive this truck and trailer like it's a compact car like it, it does not bother him. i noticed that and he hangs <laughs> the most egregious Martin, or uh, not Martin trucks, Joey Logano style plate race block on this fucking sprinter van <laughs> at 70 mile an hour down the highway. <laughs> and then the guy sets over to the right and he throws another block. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get shot by this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was, it was to the point where like, <clears throat> like we get about 10 minutes down the road. We already let them pass. Like we're just moseying on now. And Bob, Bobby goes, yeah, you were pretty close that first time. He's like, I was, wasn't I? <laughs> he's like, he's like, I, 
<laughs> he's like, I didn't even think about it. He's like, I forgot, I forgot what I was doing for a second. And he's like, I, I was pretty late on that one. I'm like, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't see what was going on because I was sitting in the middle, obviously. But uh, no, it was funny. And yeah, Bobby's Bobby's uh, acting performance was definitely something to caught my, especially like he sealed it with like the. Like the, the, the thumbs up at the end, oh, it was just perfect. But like, like I, the guy had no idea that I was just seething inside. Yeah, like to the point where I'm like, man, I got a valve core remover in the pit box. I could just go flatten one of his tires, and they wouldn't even know what happened. Uh, yeah, uh, it was funny. It's never dude. a dull moment in our trips to the racetrack. I'm glad. I'm glad, Brad, you got the full uh, race day experience. I did because that's yeah. normally how it goes. Yeah, no, it was funny. And uh, then we we capped the, the night off with uh, getting back in the car and. Um, I was sitting now three wide middle. Yeah, Abby. Abby had rode down with my mom and sister, and um, she wanted to ride home with us. But my mom and sister left immediately after the race, and they're like, "Oh, Brad, you know, you can come with us." And I'm like, "Brad's like, a, Brad's like a kid at camp. He's got a backpack and a beer in each hand." Yeah, I'm not even out of like barely even out of my fire suit and anything. And he's like, "Oh, okay." And I'm like, "Nah, dude. Like, there's room with us. You can because I could tell you wanted to stay and hang out a little bit. Like we had to go through tech yeah. and do some bullshit and get loaded up and and." uh that just meant that Brad had to sit in the middle in the front now instead of the back and uh, yeah. between Malcolm and my dad. And uh, you made it. We made it quite a ways into the trip. It wasn't until we were about an hour and a half into the trip. It's now one thirty in the morning. And uh, how's your neck feeling? Not good, Bob. Because so, <laughs> it was holding the entire way to your head as you slumped forward in the I, front seat. Yeah, there was. A, I, if, the, if the pictures tell, it's uh, well. I had over. I thought that I was putting on like a pretty solid performance of um of showing that everyone that I wasn't falling asleep because like we'd be like mid conversation or like I would like just n- nod off and then like come back and be like yeah and then uh, you know this and that and so then all of a sudden like one of the times I like did that and I woke up and I watched the video and I'm like oh that's like 10, 15 seconds of me just absolutely dead and I was like hanging like a fucking corpse. Was just my head like so like <laughs> there's no like if muscle your in my neck. Chin wasn't telly- touching your belly button. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty bad. And so uh, I get <laughs> I get into uh, I see the snap. I'm like, all right, well now I really got to like stand up, sit up straight because the whole time I'm like, <laughs> I was telling like think, think my dad and my cousin the story yesterday. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm sitting in between like Bobby's crew guy Malcolm and his dad Bob, and like I I you know like. Like I know them, but like I, I, and my cousin James in the back seat goes, "Oh, you don't know them well enough to fall asleep on their shoulder." <laughs> I'm like, uh, "Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I'm saying." So after I see the video, I'm sitting so like I think that I tensed up so much just to try to make sure that I didn't slouch to either side that I exhausted myself and then started slouching to each side and just falling asleep even more. And it was just, uh, it was such a mess, fighting for my life again. And uh, we got like. We, I, I saw the welcome to New Hampshire sign and I'm like, oh my God, this is not good. Like I'm going to fall asleep. And like, I was worried about like the whole falling like left or right thing because I was on, I think when I took the flight to um, go to Hickory like two times ago or something, I was flying by myself and I was up in like the, I was in, up in the front row before you get to like the fucking first class or whatever. And there was some like lady, like full blown woman that was sitting next to me, like I'll sleep on my shoulder for almost the entire flight. And like, I'm just pretty laid back like that's gonna bother me but like i'm not gonna say anything i'll just let it happen so like she wakes up she goes oh my god i am so sorry and i'm like no you're fine you just fell asleep she's been asleep for like two hours i'm like whatever Um, (laughs) we've only been in the air for five minutes (laughs) yeah uh so the whole time i'm like super like worried like i'm like i can't fall asleep 45 minutes like we have 45 minutes left of the trip i'm like fuck like and about halfway through maine um i'm like yeah yeah I'm going to take a nap in my truck when we get there. And I stopped and I'm like, oh, no, no, I have a camper there. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed in the camper tonight. <laughs> got I, into, I, I wondered if you were coming home or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was. We got into the driveway at 3:30 a.m. and I knew I'd already told my dad and my cousin to meet me at the house at 11, um, which is now 40 minutes away. And uh, 30 minutes away, I'm like, fuck, like I should probably just go to bed now. Like I don't even trust myself driving, and I haven't had a sip of alcohol in f- four or five hours. It's just I put in a fucking eight hour shift of it at the racetrack. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I fall asleep in the camper. I woke up at 8:20, and I'm like, ah. Uh, I still got time. I, I could probably fall asleep for another 30 minutes, wake up at nine, like went to go set an alarm and I woke up with my hand on my phone, like full blown, like Statue of Liberty on the queen size bed in the camper. And I uh, looked down and it was 945. I was like, oh my God, now I really have to fucking go. I uh, got in the truck, pedaled it back home, got a crew of people. And uh, I didn't miss you by much. I showed up at my parents' house about <clears> 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was pretty, uh, I was pretty late. I was because I didn't want to, I obviously didn't want my cousin and my dad to show up to the house and me not be there, but I also needed to get changed and shower and just, yeah, so. Start of the day, I had ripping to Lee, which Charlie and one, I both did. One last thing from Waterford before we move on. I got to uh, apologize to Nettie Humphrey. She came over. She's like, I got a bone to pick with you. She races Super Modified. It's number 04. Her family uh, owns Riverside Speedway in Groveton. And so, yeah, she's like, yeah, that podcast you do. And I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> it's never good <laughs> it's like you got you're shouting out all these main drivers you know and on the main drivers that race supers you never once mentioned me and i'm like you're right you're right Nettie, and i apologize i assume i forget that she didn't move to grove to new hampshire with the rest of them she still lives in cornish maine ah so ah. i gotta gotta remember to stop doing that yeah i just, just i don't know many of those the I Humphreys, but i just assume that they're all i did too yeah, yeah they they yeah. you know mike sold his house in cornish and like i said they you know they all moved mike's her uncle uh, but nope she still lives in maine and uh we uh we, we, we arranged we for one of those like uh athlete jersey swaps at the next super race we're gonna <laughs> swap t-shirts oh yeah can't, well, can't really the, swap fire suits the uh I have you a, imagine <laughs> you, I have you a, race with your hero and you just trade uh, fire suits with him at the end of the night. I think that's why yeah. they do the helmet thing. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that probably makes a lot more sense. I uh, <coughs> I was wondering though, my buddy Nate, who doesn't watch racing, doesn't pay attention to racing really. He uh, he's like, hey, uh, he's he's from like the Cornish area. He's like, hey, do you know the Humphreys? Like, you know, they they uh, I think they own a racetrack or something. And I was like, yeah, but like they own like Groveton. Like, I would expect you to have never heard of Groveton before. Like, a lot of people around this area don't even know star lee you know any of any of the tracks other than beatridge or oxford and i was like yeah I, I mean i know of them i don't know them personally and he's like oh yeah like i know the family like really well and like went through like the whole like story and i'm like oh shit like forget that oh it's a small world but he did mention that some of them lived in maine because uh yeah. he still he still lives over in that general area so that makes sense. and also but... i beat the fucking bully mike jr too <clears throat> so you did you he did. did put a hole in the radiator and he dropped out about halfway through but don't yeah. facts get in the way of a good story. I yeah, also beat Christopher Bell in the 250. So. <laughs> I did have that. We haven't had one of those in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. Never forget. <clears throat> Sunday, Sunday uh, woke up in the camper, rolled home, showered, got ready, went to uh, Lee USA Speedway or uh, Cedar Hill Nudist. And um, just there putting on the Freedom 300, which is an event that uh, a lot of people, I feel, you know, had circled on their calendar. The last time they ran it actually was... Uh, we were fairly critical of uh, how it was run, and uh, that, it turned that's out to an be, understatement. Yeah. It turned it was out run be, quite poorly. <laughs> it, it turned out to be a, a, a blossoming <clears throat> partnership, and uh, Lee is is certainly even before that. Um, you know, it was always one of the tracks that I would circle and always loved going to. Just uh, the facilities, fantastic, and uh, just you know, now that I'm over 21, the bar always intrigued me because it looked like you had a really good uh, seat in the house there. And so we we walked into the bar pretty early on, saved the picnic table, and uh, my cousin sat down. My cousin's only been to Oxford now. Um, 
and he went to Oxford two weeks ago. That was his first time ever at a racetrack. He sits down. He's like, geez, we didn't even have to get here any earlier. We have a front row seat. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's how uh, how this place is. You're sitting like right like, on top of the race cars, basically, as they're getting staged. And, you know, really good, really good seat. He's like, oh, I like this place. I like the bar here. Like, this, this is great. And uh, so just made a whole day out of it. And uh, they had a whole bunch of – I don't know how they did it, but they had a big street stock race. They had uh, a whole bunch of other cars. They had mini stocks, bang bangers, uh, uh, six bangers, and – they had like I want to say twenty five street stocks, and they went green to checkered. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Up, did they upset not? of the weekend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Did they not? That sounds right. Yeah, that they, sounds right. They, it was, and they went fifty laps. They had the, the pro trucks. They went fifty five. They were uh, pretty clean. They only had like eight of them, but um, yeah, no, it was just a, it was one of the events that we were looking forward to. Lee's uh, become a good partner of ours, and just. That bar, we love to love to pack it. Love to bring a bunch of bunch of people that have uh, either never been before, or people that uh, weren't going to be going there. Um, people usually ask us. It's funny, like the gaggle's great. Like a lot of people on Thursday or Wednesday of any given week are like, "Hey, like we you know Star this weekend, like Lee this weekend, Oxford this weekend." It's like, "Oh, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Lee," and um, so <clears throat> a lot of people I think came over and uh, we had a nice little crew and just had some beers, watched some NASCARs and. Upset of the weekend was that the uh, 50 lap street stock race went green to checkered, and uh, the pro stock race also went green to checkered. So uh, that was, was that a 150 awesome. or 100? 150. 150. And it yeah. went green to checkered. Yeah. Really? No, yeah. no. There was one caution <clears throat> beginning. I don't think that there, there was because yeah, Jimmy yeah. Renfro said yeah. said that in his post. Because was there? Yeah, he went flying uh, oh, the bottom there. Oh, lap was it lap two in the car that spun out the back stretch? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, there was like one caution, but that was it. That was really early. Um. Before we get too deep into Sunday, I also had a Saturday. Oh, yeah. I forgot uh, you Saturday. <laughs> um, what do you mean? You also live seven <laughs> days out of the week? I did. Um, I thought you were going to talk about your Monday. I figured we had a couple days. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm all Way back. up still. Uh, no, Saturday happened for me as well, too. We had a wedding to go to. So that was part of why we didn't go to uh, Waterford with you guys. That looked like it was going to be a time. But we ended up going to a wedding. Uh, my best buddy, Matt King, helps me on the race car a lot. He... Uh, just is always around for anything that uh, is important. And his brother, Eric, was getting married. And most people know him by uh, knee pads and the camel pack yep. at Beach Ridge. But he was getting married, so we had to go up to Freiburg. And start time of the wedding was 3 o'clock. Start time at Oxford Plain Speedway was also 3 o'clock. So two things that are not close to each other are Freiburg and Oxford, Maine. So I knew it was championship night. They had 13 divisions on tap. So typically that pans out for a long night, right? All right, not a problem. We're going to go to the wedding. We might miss some heat races. We'll head on over to Oxford afterwards, and we'll we'll watch uh, Smitty win his fifth championship. We'll watch Nate Barth go for his first. It'll be a time. Well, we we left the wedding at like 5-ish. We saw the, the ceremony. It was a great ceremony. Open bar. Got a little dangerous on that. Uh, they had a food truck for for the food. Uh, had some, some mott sticks and grilled cheese and tendies and such. So then we left there around, I don't know, five-ish, give or take. Drove straight to the track, thinking a couple hours into the program. Maybe we just missed the shitbox heat races. Well, uh, we got to the racetrack at what I thought was a half-assed reasonable hour, probably just before 6 o'clock-ish, and uh, everything was done. We got there. There was two shitbox races left because they ran all the important shit first. All the pro stocks went first, limiteds. Street Sox, all that. We got there with two shitbox races left, and uh, we're walking through the gate. There was nobody at the uh, pit gate deal there, so I was like, okay, we'll just walk in and you know hang out with Smitty, have a 
congratulatory party and, and go from there. Well, there's this lady sitting at the at the gate in a Ford, I assume Focus, screaming, wristbands, wristbands. I'm like, excuse me? <clears throat> and she's like, you need to buy a wristband. I was like, it's over. I don't understand. Like, what do you mean? This is like, there's literally two races left. She's like, 60 bucks. I was like, <laughs> and then she made me like sign like a, like a, it wasn't even the pad. It was like a, just a literally like a sticky note. She's like, I need you to sign this as weird as it sounds. So I'm pretty sure I just gave somebody $60 that didn't work at the racetrack, but that's fine. Um, we got our, uh, our wristbands. We walked in there. Smitty won his fifth championship. Uh, Nate Barth had a tough go of it. It sounds like got in a wreck early on. Pitted like four times for a right front because he broke a strut or some shit like that. I think he ended up third in points, something like that. Uh, Cam Richards won the Mad, Mad Bomber Championship. I think Spencer might have got second. Uh, so, yeah, we got there and we uh, watched the figure eight race and, and left. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and that is a whole other breed. That That is a different uh, species of humans. <laughs> that I just don't understand. They, they don't. They don't get practice. No. They don't even get heat races. They got to pay the same price as everybody else to get in, though. And they are run last. last every week. Dead last. They go on the racetrack once a night. And they run dead last. And they are in. They are there for it. They They are. They are. It's just. It, I don't even know what to say about it. But. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. You, you worded that well. Yeah. <laughs> so I I didn't. That's the problem. No, I think that you uh, did. That's that's perfect. Um, that's great. So we uh we were gonna go to the Casino after watching the the uh, the figure eight race. The figure eight race. Because <laughs> Smitty and Kristen said, oh yeah, we're gonna go to the Casino when uh, you know we'll just meet you there. I said perfect. All right. So it's like twenty minutes goes by. We go over the Casino and they are already walking out of the Casino as we pulled in. They're like, yep, already blew through forty bucks. We're going home. I was like. Perfect. So we missed out on. Imagine going to the casino, Brad, and only blowing forty dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's forty dollars? So uh, we we missed out on. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, on the the races and the uh, casino to then get up and then go to Lee, which you were talking about. Yeah. Uh. So we lead, which we I pretty much already discussed most of what happened, yeah. but uh. Uh, Joey Dwyer just dick stomped him J- as he as he does. <clears throat> Death taxes and Joey Dwyer winning at least Speedway. Yeah, yeah, yeah super he, late model. He um he didn't really dick stomp him, but he Kruzik he knew what he was kind of dick stomped him. But as lap traffic became a factor, I think Kruzik burned the, the wheels off. Exhaust fell off too. Joey and, is a race manager. His yeah. race craft is better than pretty much everybody, and and uh, we love Brian Kruzik, but you could you could pretty much predict that happening. Yeah, well, it was funny actually. I felt uh, you know. I walked out of there having to carry my dick on my shoulder because uh, before the race has started, it fall off. They, yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> gangrene or something. But the uh, we, we're stand, we're standing in the bar and like they're doing time trials, and uh, Andy Austin, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Andy Austin's doing his thing, and so like all the cars have gone so far for the most part. Mike Hopkins was on the pole for like the longest time. Then Wayne Helliwell was, and uh, so Joey Dwyer like pulls out on the track. He, it was cool because we were standing well. We were sitting the table behind the front row of the table, so you couldn't see the exact car that was going out really until that they like crest the hill going out on the racetrack. And uh, so Joey Dwyer gets out on the racetrack, and uh, Andy Austin's like, Joey Dwyer, and fucking here he goes. And I'm like, that ah, today's winner right there. And uh, there was a lot of fast cars. I think he put it like fifth or sixth in qualifying. Wasn't like the fastest car there, but obviously, like you said, a manager. And uh, I felt real good about my prediction early on, and it uh, didn't help me in the race pool any because I had the fourth pick, and he was already gone and lost money. But You'll have that on the mega jobs, I guess. You you will have that, but, but yeah. So that was uh, I mean, that was Lee. We uh, 
was a that was a whole lot of shit that went on yesterday, but it was yeah, just it was a great run. Like show. our partnership with Lee, Joe Bassett <clears throat> messaged me on Facebook thanking us for. Uh, yeah, me too. And I said I didn't do anything, Joe. I didn't even go. <laughs> but I uh, appreciate uh, the support for Lee, and I look forward to the Oktoberfest for sure. Yep, I'll be there just Sunday. <clears throat> I think there's a 350 Super Race. Um, I got to get through Groveton you know, with the Smack Tour, but uh, my dad had mentioned something about driving the car at Lee that Sunday, so. Might bully my dad into driving it. Oh, no, shit. Be cool. I feel like uh, oh, shit. I feel like I could sell a few extra tickets for old USA Speedway if uh, BT2 comes out of retirement. To, yeah, uh, I'd fucking go. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd, I'd hope. <laughs> I'd probably, <laughs> be, probably gonna be there anyway. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Actually, you know what? I had no plans on going whatsoever, <laughs> and I will only go if BT2 goes yeah. uh, and races. So, uh, but before we uh, get on to Oktoberfest, the end of the month, we uh, we do have this weekend. Uh, before we get into some Patreon questions, some uh, housekeeping and stuff, we got to do. Uh, this weekend is the uh, 57th a- annual Star Classic. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Star Speedway and uh, the 57th annual Star Classic. They got 13 divisions and three huge days of racing starting this Friday, September 16th. You got the Granite State Pro Stocks there headlining for 100, 100 laps. Uh, first green flag is at 6:30 p.m. They got the uh, K Cobb slingshots, the six shooters, and the pure Must stocks. Must watch division of the weekend. Is Sling the slingshots. Yeah, well, I was gonna say the fucking six shooters. So that's, that's <laughs> Remember last year we were having a fuck of a day trying oh, to like th- they were drafting like Daytona style, uh, tandem drafting with the the six bangers. But uh, so that's Friday's slate. Uh, Saturday, September 17th, the first race is at 4 p.m. and that's the Bob Weber Senior Memorial. Isma Super Modified Classic, uh, 125 or 125 laps for them. The uh, 350 Super Dennis McKennedy Memorial 60, uh, as well as the NEMA, NEMA Lights, and Now Car Legends. Big day for the open wheel cars on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be uh, an event that you're not going to want to miss. It's going to be uh, my favorite day of the weekend. Uh, I'll be there all weekend. But uh, And then Sunday, September 18th, the uh, first race is at 1 p.m., headlined by the MRS Modified 100-lap race. They got exit realty trucks, late models, and the Woody's street stocks. So I was uh, thinking on my way here, like this weekend's races at Star has like probably the most BFP flavor racing going on. Like we got a lot of pals racing. Rusty's racing two classes. He's running the Grand Estate Race Friday night and the uh, must mostly ride series modified. You know what's bad is I just looked at the, the that logo <laughs> on was on Sunday. the graphic that I just read, and uh, Dan mostly Collins was supposed rides. to be on this, the show today, and uh, he'd posted the mostly ride series, and I almost said mostly ride series. I'm gonna say because I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was trying to be professional in the ad read, but yeah, I go back to you. It's not <laughs> our fault that the modifieds can't come up with a tire that they can race on. Right. That's their own fault. Other modifieds fault. have no problem, but. Um, as far as me, I'm running the, uh, the Isma 125, got the brand new car. We fired it up last night. I apologize to all the Wyndham residents in Brookhaven at 8 PM last night. You got to hear the beautiful sound of 900 horsepower by the Uh, grace of God. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. (laughs) I'm going to test on Wednesday. As long as the car doesn't blow up like a grenade on, on Thursday, rather. I mean, uh, going to be running both super modified races on, uh, on Saturday. Going to help Rusty on Friday. And for sure, going to eat a lot of grilled cheeseburgers and drink a lot of beer on Sunday. So, hell yeah! Um, we got a beer pong tournament, kind of yeah. like co-headline BFP uh, and Star Speedway beer pong tournament on Friday night. It's uh, ten dollars to enter. Yep, yeah, with, ten dollars. Uh, half enter. of the pr- prize pool going to the winning team, and the other half going to the uh, Peyton Strong Fund. Yep, 
Yep. So that's uh, something that Timmy Weber had, uh, so come get your balls wet for a good cause yeah. on Friday night <laughs> yeah. of Star Classic weekend. <laughs> oh, why was that not on the graphic? God damn it! But uh, <laughs> yeah, Timmy had messaged or mentioned it to me at one point. I don't even remember where we were, but he walked by me. He's like, "What do you think about a uh, BFP beer pong tournament on uh, Classic weekend?" I was like, "Yeah, sounds good." And uh, so we just started texting and uh, figured it all out, ironed out the details. So that's going to happen right after the races on Friday, uh, Friday night, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna cap it at two hours or basically just try to figure out how many teams we're going to be able to uh, have play in that. But there's going to be a Google Doc sheet that goes around, I believe. Um, we're going to make a, a tournament style out of that. And uh, we'll post some rules and stuff like that, make another graphic just so that people can't bitch. And, uh, and we will uh, turn the music down if asked, nice pol- if asked politely. <clears throat> yeah. Correct. Uh, <laughs> um, I know I'll be I'll be playing in it. I had to grab a partner. I had to uh, grab old Robbie Gordon Douglas, who uh, he'll be uh, – he'll be – partaking and uh, late modeling and uh, sling bombing, I believe, this weekend. So looking forward to that. It's going to be a fun weekend at uh, Star. So, uh, you know, make it out. I know a lot of friends that said that they might not be able to make the races on Friday, but they were going to come for the weekend just because uh, they, the beer pong tournament was on Friday. So that's cool. It's uh, exactly what we're hoping for and uh, hoping to raise some money for a good cause. And, you know, you know gamble $10. You can uh, you can walk out of there with a little bit more than $10 in your pocket. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to the weekend. Going to be this, camping there all weekend. And this is my Daytona 500 weekend for me personally. It's my, my favorite weekend of the year. Yep. Should be an absolutely phenomenal weekend of racing. The weather looks good. Um, shouldn't have the cluster fuck like we had last year on Sunday. That was tough. I don't know why I had the impression that white mountain was uh 45 minutes away from star but it's not no um it's... so a lot of people had uh been asking you know oh, when are you gonna white, gonna go to white mountain this year when are you gonna go to white mountain this year and uh nothing really fit into the schedule um white mountain is uh, a hike so i've only been to thunder road once this year I, i'm not gonna be back this year unfortunately but um so white mountain i'd had circled on the, the schedule for uh this weekend and and i had my dates all fucked up so I, star classic is uh, an event that i typically don't miss um try not to miss and so i will be at star this weekend i was going to go up on sunday to white mountain for the 200 lap act race which uh is always going to be a good show i've uh, i've really started to enjoy watching act late models uh, lately they've really like terrific division just looking forward to um Every time that I'm able to watch them, but not gonna be able to make it out this weekend just because uh, logistically it makes absolutely no sense to drive three hours and then come back to Star and grab a camper and go home. So, gonna just try to hang out. I also this weekend at one point, like after getting five hours of sleep, uh, you know, sleeping in the camper and then uh, going straight to Lee and going out last night and I was talking to Amanda and she was like, "Man, you just don't ever stop." And I'm like, "Yeah, I haven't for like two years." And uh, I stopped and I thought about it and I got to work today. I sat down, looked at my calendar and I was like, fuck, do I just want a day that I'm doing nothing <laughs> like on a weekend? <laughs> um, like I, I mean, I pencil that in for about the middle of November at this rate. <clears throat> yeah, seriously. And I, I put in like a lot of I, I put I, I map out a lot of shit and I try to do a lot of stuff because I was never able to as a kid. So I look forward to it and uh, like to get around. And you know, a lot of people ask for our presence at certain racetracks. So I just, you know, try to fit every every racetrack into the calendar for the year uh, unfortunately it seems like white mountain is going to be the one that i don't get to get to this year uh claremont as well um but that uh yeah the looking at the calendar today i was i was kind of bummed out like i'm looking forward to the last race of the year we're actually gonna uh, we're gonna extend our mystery box giveaway so for those that don't know we have a mystery box that uh Gonna, it's it's actually not a box. We'll we'll, we'll just say it's a cooler. Uh, it's a brand new cooler. It's actually pretty sick. It's, it's well, a pretty sweet. It's a, little it's a brand of a tea. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Some would say and, it's a little twisted. Yeah, something like that. So we'll, maybe we'll, that. we'll leak a picture eventually, <laughs> probably. But it, it's it's a mystery box, and that's the box. But that's not all you get. You get a, a the box is going to be filled with Hold a whole bunch mystery. of goodies. Um, and uh, so all in all, it'll be worth close to, if not over a thousand dollars. And uh, so that's going to be going to someone, any anyone that buys off of our website. Um, between, I guess we made it before, right around Loudon, so like middle of July, and um, it initially was going to be the Haunted Hundred, um, but that is now not the last race of the year. Um, but anyone that buys anything from July fifteenth until uh, after the Waterford Pass Act Championship race, which will extend that for another week, will uh, be entered into try to win that, as well as everyone that is uh, going to be a patron that is a patron. Um, I guess when uh, that that past Waterford race happens, we'll also get one entry into the the uh, giveaway for that deal, and we'll make a big deal out of it. We'll make it a spectacle. But um, yeah, the pass act, pass and act announced today that they're going to be uh, going to Waterford for their finale. They moved that, I believe, from Oxford, which is wild. Um, at least pass did, but um, looking forward to that. That's another race for Daddy. But when I was looking at the calendar today, I was kind of bummed out that um, you know Waterford is. Um, it's a trip. It's no spud, but it's a trip. <laughs> and uh, so going to Thompson, obviously for the World Series, that's like my Super Bowl, if you will. Like one of the events I look forward to every single year. We'll be there on Thursday night. Um, we'll be there all weekend. But um, Monday's Columbus Day that weekend. So I naturally have that off. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe it probably just does make sense to drive 40 minutes south to drop the camper off at Waterford and then go back down the next weekend for the Waterford finale. I think, and then that would be the last race at Waterford of the year. And I want to support daddy. Um, and I know that, you know, if, if we go to a racetrack that gets more people to go to a racetrack, um, not to suck our own weans cause they're pretty small and they're hard to find. But, um, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Penciled all into the calendar. Asked daddy if that was cool. He said, it's cool. Mint made the whole plan. Now it's like, fuck, like, now I'm going to Connecticut and then Connecticut and then Massachusetts that might as well be Connecticut and then Connecticut. Um, so that's going to be a fuck of an October. Um, pretty certain. I know, uh, I know that it won't happen, but this weekend I was like, ah, Saturday of uh, star classic weekend. I think I might just fire up the AC in the camper, put on college football on the TV and just lay in bed for half of the day, which, um, it, it sounds good in theory, 100% chance that doesn't happen. I'll be outside probably tarp off playing cornhole, drinking beer, and uh, eating a hot dog or two. But um, looking forward to the next day that is just nothing. You know, wake up on a weekend and you have nothing. Like legitimately, I was looking at the calendar at work today. Uh, the next potential nothing weekend is the first weekend of November. Like the that's just even having one day to do anything. <laughs> like every, every weekend is jam-packed, packed full, and, you know, we get into traveling season, so... November 5th is actually NASCAR championship weekend. So now I've been tossing around the idea of, Hey, you know, if our good buddy Noah wins an Xfinity series championship, probably be pretty cool to go and celebrate with him down in Charlotte might fucking finance a flight down there. And, uh, that would fill in that weekend. But then the weekend after that's the ice up 300. And then it's like, then we have a couple weekends off before the snowball derby. And then December is, uh, there's a whole lot of nothing going on, but fortunately in the uh, industry that we uh, have a podcast about when uh, race season slows down, work, slow, work picks right back up. And, uh, I get forced to work 12 hour shifts for the majority of December and, but it's fine because Atlantic city is expensive and so is in speed week. So looking forward to uh, all the events coming up, but that was, uh, you know, we have uh, star classic obviously to look forward to. Are you going to be star classing at all this weekend, Charles? Unfortunately, I will not be in attendance at the star classic. I have to make a trip to New Jersey after work for the weekend to, uh, oh, no, Atlantic city is not till January. No, it's <laughs> not that I, uh, I got to talk to my brother about some things. I, uh, 
talk to you guys about at the end of the show. Yes, or yeah, yesterday, yesterday, and uh, try and get some things squared away on the home front. But uh, unfortunately, I will not be at Star as much as I really, 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 really want to be. That was kind of a dumb question. I did forget that that was yeah. uh, what, what your prior commitment was. <coughs> uh, well, at least you let the masses know because sometimes people have uh, – think that charlie just doesn't do anything anymore and that's certainly not the case that or it is the case but it's not in your control yeah you're yeah. busy you have a whole lot of stuff going on there's uh yeah some stuff going on yeah if it, it should make you feel good that people ask for your presence well though. i pr- i appreciate that, that. happens it's, a lot like you, like you say Stafford. that that thing about the presence and and some of this stuff doesn't really resonate with me until it happens we get to waterford and brad and i are getting in our pit bands and some somebody that. I mean this in the nicest way possible when I tell stories like this. Comes up and is like, oh, it's awesome. Like, thank you guys for coming. It's awesome you guys are here. Who the fuck's that guy? Yeah. No idea. Come yeah. to find out, I'm Facebook friends with the guy. He won the mini stock race that night. Hell yeah. 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 So we love that. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, it's, uh, so I, I have been missing out on some stuff lately. It's not because I don't want to be there. That's, uh, that's that's it. Yeah, I yeah. promise you that uh, <laughs> if Charlie uh, could have been at SRX weekend, he, he would have been uh, wa- with all of his childhood heroes watching uh, yeah. his two dipshit friends interview <laughs> them and have beers with them and stuff. For the so. second year in a row. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but so we do have some Patreon questions. I haven't done these in a while. Haven't, haven't done this in a couple weeks, weeks yeah. yeah. Um, and unfortunately, I did post that Dan was going to be uh, in attendance for these, so some of them pertain to Dan, so we'll uh, try to keep Let's them for when for we... Let's answer for Dan. When we, <laughs> yeah, when we do, uh, when we do have... Uh, Dan back on. We'll we'll try to hit some of those. But Dan came to uh, help uh, help our iRacing rig um, fix that. There, there's a he works with computers and stuff, and that thing was all fucked up. But um, gonna probably try to get back on iRacing. Miss some of the pals. Missed. I don't really miss iRacing itself. Just miss sitting on Discord doing nothing with a bunch of idiots like me. So um, let's see. Well, Nate Barr said, "When is a short track weapons tour going to make its return?" Which was uh, Dan Collins's league. So you cannot run an iRacing league without wanting to bash all of your friends' skulls in. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like never, Nate. Um, <laughs> Woody Pickett said, "When will the showstopper make an appearance on the Black Flag podcast, and will Bobby offer him some carrot cake?" We have been offered uh, specific sponsorship dollars if that guest ever does come. Oh, I'd studio. love to get the showstopper on. Yeah, Woody knows that. Uh, Woody knows the short track baker, and uh, he was also just as bummed out as I was when we found out Woody wasn't going to be at Waterford on Saturday. Ugh, yeah, tough, tough. Would love to get the show stop on though. Tony Palladino. Never even heard him talk. Said, Me neither. I yeah. I, I, I think I've seen I've normal. seen him in the wild once. I just I assume he sounds relatively normal, but where he talks in all capital <laughs> letters on Facebook, I just assume he yells. Yeah, <laughs> angrily. <laughs> Tony Palladino said, how do blind people know when to stop wiping? Do we have any blind listeners that we could ask? Stop wiping what? Their butt? Oh, their ass? <laughs> oh, yeah. He did put the toilet paper emoji, but I just figured that, that was... Um... Hmm. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. We need we need a, a official blind listener of the BFP, so we're, we're actively taking some... Is it after as it... opposed to a deaf listener? Is it, is it after it stops itching? <laughs> we don't offer this program in Braille, so... <laughs> You can hit the SAP we, button on that someday. For uh, for the right sponsorship dollar, though, we will print uh, Braille transcripts of every show <laughs> if you want. We don't discriminate. We absolutely <laughs> will not do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I went upstairs actually today to uh, go uh, look at our setup with Dan, and uh, we were like fumble fucking around. And um, I oh, that room is such a clusterfuck right the, now. The, the biggest uh, red flag that was going on is that there is a extension cord plugged into an extension cord plugged into an extension cord, which is like the number one thing that a fire department's like, no, <laughs> oh, don't do that. Stop that. Yeah. <laughs> and like the last thing's a fish tank, which I'm pretty sure there's no fish in. That's all right. That's <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. What? what? There's like the lights always on, the water's always running. There, there's no fish in there. there. I think there's one left. I don't think so. There might be. I'm pretty certain it's. it's I honestly forgot there's a fish tank in there. Yeah, you might want to unplug it because that's one of the that's the only thing that's plugged into the last extension cord. So it's now four ways plugged into the wall. That's all right. Mm. <laughs> nope. Um, Brad, do you have renter's insurance? Nope. I'd get but, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just going to go unplug the fish tank if, if I don't see any fish in there. Technically, this isn't even really happening for whoever needs to know about it, but that's I, all right. I need to, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I, yeah, that, uh, that's going to bother. I might not sleep tonight. That's going to bother me. I'm going to go out to unplug certain things, plug them into a right cord, and the fish tank might just be unplugged. Cause it's Honestly, like, I didn't tell you this, but the fish tank just disappeared. I'd be okay with that. Fist tank? Cool. You get it. Cool. Yeah, I can, I mean, I can, there's a window literally right there. I can push it right out be a little messy with the lawnmower but um yeah i don't know um i don't know does toilet paper have braille on it is that what the little the little things are Maybe what, would it, what would it say yeah i don't know finger here i don't think it was i don't think it was how blind people wipe it's just how do they know when to stop well, how do they wipe though? i mean like, i'm not blind and i think every male can say sometimes you don't get it in the first try and you gotta go back and get it again yeah so yeah could you wipe with your eyes closed I mean, are you, you full, are you that aware of where your even having is? vision? It's not like you can see your own butthole. No, I, no. I feel, but you so know feel when like you're done though. That's what right. I was working on when I had my neck fucking flooped over. I guess, I guess throughout the day, if they get the itchy butt, then they know <laughs> yes, if they got exactly. it. Exactly, and that's yeah. what, that was my point. That's no different than you and I. You know, well, yeah, if they have to hit the calamine lotion, that's probably when uh, they know when to stop. When they have to sit on or a they donut, have to start, they have to <laughs> fascinating question. Ah, oh, fuck yeah, I don't know. Makes you think. Consistency is different. It does make you think. Yeah, I'll never think about this ever again. But thank you, Tony. Uh, Jeff Ramsdell said uh, to all of you, uh, "What racetrack would you like to race at that you haven't raced before, and the track and the racetrack you want to spectate at that you have never been to?" Um, racing. Wait, I want to race. I want. What was the first part of that? Uh, race and spectate at a track that you haven't oh, yet. Oh, oh. I'd love to race at New Smyrna. I think that'd be a but fucking you, blast. But you've been there, isn't that part? But of I haven't no. raced there. No. Oh, oh, oh. Race Basically, you'll race somewhere you've never raced and spectate somewhere you've never spectated. Okay. One okay. A and one B. Gotcha. This is the way I took it. My uh, my race, I would just uh, I'd just go local league. I think that I'm. I don't think that I'm gonna. I have no interest in racing. Let's just say that a lot of people. Star are like, is bringing back four cylinder trucks. Nah, that does does not tickle my fancy. <laughs> Come whatsoever. on. <laughs> no. Does it does it fancy your tickle though? Yeah. Well, if I haven't wiped enough, sometimes. I could just <laughs> picture Brad. You know, the women like about a pickup man driving truck number 19 out of Scarborough, Maine. The Black Flag Podcast entry that's Brad Saucier. Like, oh, Saucier, head first into the catch fence, lap one. Awesome. That's the end of his uh, second career. Yeah, no, so like someone came up to me and they're like, When are we gonna get you into a car? I'm like, Honestly, I haven't thought about it because I really don't care. Like, I never took it seriously enough to uh, actually be, uh, I don't know, doing it weekly or whatever. I got him so. in a bad bomber once. Yeah, that was also uh, that was a little nerve wracking. Uh, my anxiety pe- peaked when I realized I was in the second place driver's mad bomber uh, going into championship night, and he was down by five points uh, in practice. They had like 
18 cars. I'm like, yeah, if I wreck this thing, this guy's fucked. So <laughs> never been on this racetrack before. That was fun. Uh, pretty hungover after a race shop party. Found out about the night, night before. So that was fun. But um, yeah, I don't know. I would just like to race at Lee. Uh, Lee's cool. I like Sport Lee. And uh, it was Spectate Berlin. Going to probably check that one off. Hopefully next year. Yeah, I, uh, I can agree with that. I was thinking Irwindale. I don't know if they even have like... I, I don't super big races there anymore, yeah. but it just looks like such a badass racetrack. I would, uh, I'd like to race at Riverhead. I think that that would be cool. Or in Long Island. Yeah. Places, I don't know. If I'd like to spectate there too. I think I'm going to. I think this year, if the if the schedules work out, I'd like to I'd like to take a boat with you guys and go to the Islip 300. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'd be down for Boats. that. Boats. Knocked Wall Stadium off of the wanting to spectate list a year ago at the Turkey Derby. I, that was one place I'd always wanted to go watch and got to do that. That was cool. Yeah. 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 That I would good. I would like to spectate either Wall or um, the other indoor race, the Albany deal that I didn't get to go to. Allentown. Past. Allentown, that's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Allentown seems good in theory until you realize that the one person that we like in Allentown, not like the racers, but like people that live in Allentown, the one guy that we know uh, is, travels with the hockey out team. out of town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that leaves when the, uh, the building's vacant so that the indoor cars can come. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jeff also said, and Bobby, did you shit yourself when Phillips hit the wall? And uh, is that why you made the pit stop? Yeah, I forgot to bring that up. Shout out to Jeff Ramsdale. He actually captured a picture of it. So we had a crash on lap one. Jason Phillips was starting on the outside pole. Um, got away from him. He ended up hitting the wall, like, very hard. He was okay. Went to the went to the hospital. Got checked out. He's all good. Car's destroyed. And uh, so I drink a lot of water on race day. Like, I just, that's all I drink. Water, 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 water. And I also take pre-workout. Uh, mix that in a water bottle, slam it, you know, right before I get in the car. So naturally, I had to pee. And uh, I had to pee when we rolled onto the track for the race. But, you know, most you agree can attest to this. Charlie, anyone that's driven a race car, when you have to go, you get onto the racetrack and you have to use the bathroom. For some reason, you typically don't when the race is over. Yeah. And I don't know why. And that goes for one and two, maybe even three. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> So they have this red flag on the first lap, and there was three cars involved, two of them pretty badly damaged. And and uh, to steal a term that David Oliver planted into my brain, when Super Modifieds crash, it's like a plane crash. There's shit everywhere. And I'm like, well, that was a plane crash. So I come to rest on the front stretch, and I'm like, we're going to be a minute. I have to pee, but how am I going to get out of the racetrack? Like there's no way to like get into the grandstand area. Like everything's gated. Climb it, like climb the fence, like I'm Noah. Like, Fucking a man, like. And I look to the infield, and there's one porta potty in the infield. I'm like, oh, thank fucking Christ. So I, I got right out of the car, looking mo- <laughs> moseyed on over to the porta potty, <laughs> took a piss. John Spence was in the infield. It was uh, John Spence is the uh, is is an announcer. The race was uh, in honor of him. And uh, so he said, Jesus, that was a hell of a wreck, huh? I said, Yeah, that happened right in front of me. That was pretty wild. Um, so to answer your question, Jeff, oh, and Jeff got a picture of me talking with John Spence in the infield. Everyone else is still about strapped in their car. <laughs> I'm like, eh, fuck it, I'm fucking go go to the concession stand, get a cheeseburger. I had it plenty sounded of like time. it had a minute. I had plenty of time. Yeah, it was a fucking, um, it was a fuck of a wreck. But uh, no, I didn't shit myself. I just really had to pee because I drank a lot of water on race day. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's funny that you bring up Dave Oliver too, because when we went to Oxford and we were hanging out with Smitty, uh, Dave Oliver comes over to talk to Smitty, and he goes out of his way. The most un-Dave Oliver-like thing that is ever Dave oliver He comes up, shakes my hand, and tells me, good job. Was he okay? I, I was to like, ask him at work tomorrow. I was like, are you drunk? Like, what's wrong with you? He's <laughs> like, no, man. I just want to tell you good job from, you know, when you you, the, the, you won the two races the other night. I'm like, that was fucking awesome. I'm like, Dave Oliver is telling me, uh, I guess a millennial, that I did a good job. 
Yeah, there's people that, that were was like, worth the sixty dollars in admission right there. There's people coming up to me and they were like, "Hey, congrats on the wins at Oxford." And I'm like, <laughs> "What did I do?" <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah, Charlie, yeah, because everyone just associates us all together. So mm-hmm. I wanted to pass along. I don't know who they were. They said, "Congratulations." Uh, but uh, so get into some uh, only podium pony, podium pals. Ah, see, and he don't only do podium it for... podium pals presented by only podiums. <clears throat> So uh, some Only Podium Podium Pals of the Week presented by Only Podiums. Uh, John Puglio picked up his first SK win at JP. Stafford. On, uh, I saw him on uh, Saturday at Waterford. That was cool to see. I uh, love seeing JP. Mr. Uh, Reuter himself. I have still yet to meet John. Ah, He's fuck. a little buddy. I, have, yeah. I know who he is. I've seen him, but I've, I've yet to meet him and converse with him. Um, big old, uh, big fan of the BFP uh, uh, hat in Victory Lane. Or, I don't know if he was wearing a hat in Victory Lane, but he wears his hat everywhere. I saw him wearing it at Waterford, and the uh, sticker was very prominent in Victory Lane. He's actually like pointing right up to it, so that's cool. Glad we were a little part of his uh, his first win. I know he wanted uh, Thompson and uh, thrown a sticker on that day, so um, that's cool to see. But he uh, and uh, so he won the SK race, and then Mike Jr. won the uh, TC13 the TC shootout, which is uh, super cool, obviously for. Uh, Anyone that knows anything about Ted. racing, Ted was his uncle. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, so that was neat. I was con- super confused because we were sitting at go karts and I was trying to follow along loosely, but I looked down and I Stafford posted the JP one. And I'm like, ah, oh, JP one. And uh, we're over by the flag standers all together. And I'm like, oh, did, uh, Junior one. Wait a minute. What? What? And then so Bobby goes, uh, one of them must have won the uh, the TC shootout. I'm like, oh fuck, I hope it was Junior. And I started doing research, found out it was. It's cool. Um, super cool for him. Um, happy for him and. Uh, Derek Luchaki picked up a win at uh, White Mountain. Joey Dwyer and obviously we talked about at Lee. I believe Borges might have won something. He did maybe. in Stafford yep. on Sunday in the Champ Carts, a Sunday Stafford go-kart event. I believe uh, Devin Deshays won in a, a, a Legend car Saturday night at Wiscasset and then uh, won in a Pro Truck at Lee yesterday. Uh, Trevor Krause finished in second, I guess, a lot, last lap, a little uh, fender action in the uh, in the Legend car at Wiscasset there. Kyle Streeter picked up the win, and uh, at, I think it was – Maybe it's Thunder Road. I don't know. It was one of either Thunder Road or White Mountain. I think it was Thunder Road. Yeah, it was uh, Thunder Road. Yeah. And uh, Sam Messick, I believe that's. The, yeah, uh, so late. Sam Sam was the kid that yeah. I just alluded to in the story of I didn't know who he was when he said thanks for coming. Found out real quick who he was. You know, uh, Brad being Columbo got to the bottom of that. Figured yeah. it out. Yeah. He won his race at the New London Waterford Speed Bowl. Waterford. Pat myself on the back. I finished third. Um, Oxford. We got a few podium pals from Oxford on Saturday night. Um, Max Cookson. He finished second in the super late model race, sealed the deal on the championship in his rookie year. Uh, Smitty won the sports stonk championship, had a hell of a burnout after finishing 11th. <laughs> Love that. Uh, let's see. Street stocks. Nope. Um, rookies. I don't, these are children, so I don't know if they listen. Maybe they do. <laughs> I don't know. If you do, I'm, and I don't. Cole McIntyre got third in the truck. I'm getting there for fuck's sakes. Uh, Trunks. Oxford has everything just in like a big chronological scroll. Tucker uh, Haskell won the uh, Thunderstonk race. Fuck yeah. Knew he was pretty Cop pumped. Cars. Good for him. Uh, Dale, yeah. Let's see. Maddie Herrick finished second in the ladies' race on f- Saturday and clinched the championship in her rookie season of ladies. Cole McIntyre, as Charlie said, finished third in the Sport Trunks. Alex Moore was second. Um. 
Trunks. That's Fuck yeah, pretty Trunks. much it. I feel like we'd be I, remiss to not bring up the Stephen Donahue wreck now, Charlie. There, you see that uh, one? One I more saw for, I saw the video of it. That's kind of fucking wild. One more thing from Oxford, real quick. Uh, Derek Cook won the Rebels race. I don't know if he's a friend of the program or not, but he was leaving Oxford on two fifty Sunday. He's got a little Honda CRX number eighty eight, and it was on an open trailer. And I'm walking out of the parking lot to go get my beer cooler out of my truck to meet up with you, Brad. And they lifted the hood on this race car, and on the underside of the hood, it just said, send nudes. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so shout out that guy. Uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we would be remiss. You, you said that you saw that that video, I believe. I feel like everyone at this I point did. should Fucking have seen the wild. video. It's one thing to be on fire. It's another thing to be upside down on fire. If fire is scary. Being upside down is unsettling. Being upside down and on fire. But yeah. upside down on fire and winning the Race. race that race. was that was uh, so with wild. broken bones yeah first off um watching the video like the fire is so uh, large and uh, engulfing the car i was like oh my god like is he is he all right so i got messaged Peyton. she said that he was in the hospital with uh, like minor burns and broke his wrist or whatever and uh went on facebook saw that uh he was going to groveton the next night in which uh, he ended up winning uh thunder road on friday night in groveton and uh sealed the championship on saturday which is a pretty badass cast and picture and all different fire suit assuming that maybe the uh, first one burnt not uh just that's a speculation but it sounds a lot cooler if i say it that way so yeah yeah, uh, a new fire suit, or a new old fire suit, and a uh, and a cast in victory lane. That that'll that'll happen in yeah. big time auto racing for yeah. sure. But no, wild. If you watch the replay, um, was that for the lead or yeah. was that a for the win. win? For the win at okay. the buzzer. Interesting. Yeah, this uh, fella. Um, I looked up his name and I already forgot. Chris Roberts, something S- Roberts. Yeah, sounds right. Um, if you rewind a couple of years to our um, inaugural and really only legitimate weapon of the year, Spencer Morse committed a fallopian tube crime, a felonious yeah. crime behind assault behind the wheel of a race car to Justin Larson at Thunder Road. The exact same thing. I mean, yeah. just drove Stephen Donahue right into the fence out of four. Only difference is Justin's car like barrel rolled and barrel rolled safely back onto its feet like a cat. Whereas Donahue's car kind of just went for a slide for life on its roof. I assume the fuel all dumped out and one little spark from it sliding down the racetrack ignited it. Um, real gnarly, gnarly accident. Um, I've had enough cars catching on fire. If we could just cut that out, that'd yeah. be cool. It's the second week in a row we've had to report a late model catching on fire. Yeah. It's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, even even the NASCARs are catching on fire too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's uh, that's never good. And uh, yeah, NASCAR and NASCAR yeah. and yeah, you said NASCAR, NASCAR. NASCAR did NASCAR. And before we get uh, two two balls deep into it, we do have. Which we haven't had one of these in a while. A either. new official Puskis Pooper review. All right. So what. Brown, what, brown, brown, brown. What, would your, what do you think Kansas would be like? Uh, Zero <laughs> or 11. No in between. <laughs> uh, 2.3. Okay. All right. Well, you're not far off, pal. Puskis Pooper review Kansas. 4.6 out of 10. Spacious with enough leg room and arm room. Arm room. Toilet is also a comfortable height. Two ply toilet paper that may as well be one ply as thin as it is. Yeah, so you're getting in touch with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the truth of the matter is the smell in this you place. <laughs> the truth of the matter of, is the smell of this place could gag a maggot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not enjoyable it almost burns the nostrils and it's only about 75 degrees out i think the scent of human shit actually makes this one smell better i'm ready to click my <laughs> heels three times and head back to nc to poop in the comfort of my own home <laughs> the midwest has a lot of work to do in their restrooms pretty disappointing to say the least 
Oh my fuck! That's incredible. That was that was a lot. Yeah, that Can was a lot of satire. Can somebody tell me really the biggest question that I have in motorsports? Period. What the fuck is the Kansas Trophy? Oh yeah, I also have, that was. <laughs> what is you know, that? It's, it looks, we had that conversation with Noah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, because he had one from like what an ARCA race or something. It, Didn't he have one? I think it was a a, a Bush race. Ah, was it? Maybe, no, I don't no, know. Maybe it was ARCA. I don't think he had one there, but. But uh, he, he'll have one now, uh, so we can talk about it, it next time. It looks like it's like a golf tee, but it's hammered, like a railroad tie. It, to me, it looks like a whale tail. Yeah, <laughs> on like a shaft that Bubba. I've is this the, picture. What is it? Shout out to uh, Freddie Kraft's better half, Megan. I I knew she. Mom. I knew Mom. she had a picture of them all with the trophy, so I immediately it, knew where to go. And I'm looking at it. Bubba's holding it, kind of like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't really, yeah, I don't really know what we got here. So, so the interesting part of that trophy, and we had this conversation with Noah because we're in his like literally his kitchen of his apartment at the time, and his like the whole cabinetry is just full of his trophies as a bachelor would have. So we got on that topic of conversation. Noah goes out of his way anytime he wins a race, he gets replica trophies made for the whole crew. He gives them nice little cash bonus, like like just that's how he tries to give back. Well, we're talking about the Kansas one. He's like, yeah, except for that fucking one. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, nobody even knows what this fucking thing is. And you go to get a, if you wanted to get like a replica made of it, it was like $4,500. It does have like a gold chrome plated look. And it it's like a form of just abstract art. I don't really know. I yes. don't know what it is. I but that's either. what it's always been, though. It's always been the Kansas Trophy, and I couldn't tell you what the fuck it is. Someone someone smarter than us definitely has the answer. Freddie, yeah. Freddy, explain to us what's going on here. You guys fucking won the race. You guys know. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, Bubba Wallace won the race, if you didn't know. He Which did. is badass. Convincingly, too. Yeah, fuck it all It wasn't handed to him. wasn't a rain delay. It he's been ramping snow. up to this, too. Like He's been consistently running up front for a long time now, and he's been building to this. It's it's too bad those guys couldn't get a win in the regular season so, so that this would have meant even more, but I'm sure they're happy to get a win regardless. Everyone was clowning on him because the last time they were at Kansas, he was the fastest car. He was uh, chasing down the leaders. TV played it up really well, and uh, he went into the pits. He said it, before the pit stop, he's like, all right, guys, just need a good one here. Like, like I feel like we have a really good piece. We're going to go out there and win the race. Went in. They, like, forgot a tire. They, they fucked They him. did not have a good one. They fucked up the pit stop, stop so bad. Kurt Busch ends up going out there and winning. And then Bubba was, like, critical of his crew. And I think, like, the next week or maybe a couple weeks later, they changed the crew. And everyone on Facebook and the messengers or the, the chat and fucking comments, they're like, oh, Bubba fucking can't even get it done. I have to blame his crew. Fucking but It's like he was literally going to win the race. You racist fuck. Shut up. And uh, <laughs> so he shows up to Kansas and, uh, you know fucking tells them to stuff it where the sun don't shine i guess mm. but went out there and dick stomped them from what i could see um i didn't really I, get I to watch the, most of the race i watched a little bit of the ending but i liked him getting out and just telling the camera to shh yeah shh, shh, shh. yeah like, he has talent it's been uh, very evident but uh, a lot of people have their blinders on um so that's uh it's uh good to see love that noah won a rain shortened deal there uh, on saturday so back he was one of, to back he was one of the pals yeah i actually he, had a he's won enough on to wear a rain delay a, a rain short race is okay at this point yeah yeah definitely yeah he's definitely made it he's had one hell of a year and, and it uh, wasn't the varsity league race so no one really cares anyway he's well. he was heating he's heating up at the right time so uh i do have a a weapon of the week uh i feel like this one would be unanimous uh, for anyone that has seen it uh jake garcia um yes. pretty tough what in the fuck 
is that? I mean, just a classic case of, I did what I had to do to win. I didn't mean to. I don't normally race. Just the the typical everything. He just absolutely, if you haven't seen it, I don't remember where they're racing. Brad probably can tell me. 15 lengths deeper. And just absolutely cleaned out William Solowich coming to the checkered flag in in a late model, super late model race of some somewhere. He tried to move him, tried to lift him up, tried to jack him up. And then when all three of that wouldn't work, he just gassed it up and turned right and spun him out, backed him in the fence. Yeah, I don't know what this, uh, what track it is, but it was a car rate, a cars tour pro pro late model race. Uh, I guess they race clean for uh, 99 laps and they were coming to the win and uh, he just did uh, like you said did what he had to do uh, I guess he got out of the car though like an absolute clown which uh, is the worst part I mean if you get out and you're just like yeah I got into him like sucks like I'm gonna deserve payback at some point like that's my bad whatever he got out of the car and he said that he was getting blocked which was absolutely not the case he drove in fucking a car length too he deep. drove in and in, in credit to Solowich he knew it was coming and did a phenomenal job of you know when he got punted and then lifted up he still held on to it and was gonna beat him yeah. The only way Garcia was going to beat him is to just wreck him, and he did. It's like you tried once, you tried twice. You know, just I hate that shit. I hate that type of racing. You know, we've all done it. We're all guilty of it, but it's like, like you said, you get out victory level, and you can't just say, like I'd have more. I've said this a million times on this show before. I'd have more respect if he got out in victory and said I never touched him. <laughs> never touched. I mean, him. yeah, just the willful ignorance. I, I, but I would to, enjoy. But that. to just make up, I was being blocked. Like that. No, you're just justifying your shitty racing. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a weapon of the week. It's unrelated uh, to literally anything we've talked about. But um, around uh, just about kickoff time yesterday, Hard Rock Stadium, Miami, Florida, a 911 call was placed to uh, the fire department that some dildo left his grill on in his car and burned about 12 cars to the fucking ground in the parking lot. Yeah. Like just <laughs> decimated, eviscerated these cars. There's nothing left but just ashes and burnt steel. Um, so shout out to whoever caused that fucking, <laughs> uh, hell of a campfire it was have on, on a 103 degree day in Miami, Florida. Oh my God. Was it so much fire? Uh, just so much fire lately. And, and like to the point where, so I've, I've been like trying to like watch a little bit more of the Pat McAfee show rather than listen. So I, I tuned in right at noon and didn't take him long to go. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, he's just, he's just like, yeah, it was in, we got a team this year, you know, Bill Belichick comes down here with the Patriots, we beat him, you know, soundly, I feel good, we feel good about this team, you know, it's a great day, uh, alright, let's go home, let's go home, get out in the car, like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then one of the, there was another show I was listening to, and it's like, oh, you know, oh shit, some cars caught in the fire in the parking lot, <laughs> probably not us, there's thousands of cars here, <laughs> oh, that smoke's pretty close to where we parked, <laughs> oh, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> do you remember it, there was a race that that happened too it was yeah like, it was a nascar it was race. a nascar it was like richmond or something i don't maybe? know but i remember it wasn't nearly it as bad as this but it was like two or three yeah, cars burned got, them down got fucking charcoal <laughs> same was, thing some dipshit left their fucking grill running there was and, someone's camper on the uh backstretch of loudon like three years ago that did the exact same thing they're like yeah, i think it's loud like, and it was probably <clears throat> intentional no that well yeah there was there it was or like just their actually AC, melted in the sun it was like their ac unit or something like just caught on fire like fucking burn the thing to the ground but uh yeah yeah hmm. so weapon in the picks, Brad won. He had Chastain, and uh, you know, all season long, Ross Chastain has raced like an absolute knucklehead, and I've kind of laughed it off. Just whatever. It's entertaining. It's some new blood. Well, he caused my driver to finish 36 this week, and for me to lose picks, so I am now fully aboard the "Let's End Ross Chastain's Racing Career" <laughs> stat. <laughs> Somebody needs to just. Send that watermelon into the fence and yeah. uh, be you, done with it. Who'd so you have, Reddick? I had Kevin Harvick. Ah. Um, and the only re- I didn't watch a single lap of the race, but I saw a tweet 
that I, said, I love how I miss it by just one spot. I had a, I saw a tweet that said Ross Chastain gets into Bubba Wallace, who gets into Harvick and Rex Harvick, causing him to finish 36th. Uh, Chastain went on to finish 7th, and uh, Charlie, who took Kyle Larson, finished 8th. So uh, Brad continues to stretch his lead in the picks uh, to 41 points to Charlie's 59 and my 60. They're at Bristol this week, and I'm going to take Kyle Busch. Fuck. Well, I mean, who <laughs> who else did you think I was going to take? I mean, come um, on. You're killing me here. Uh, fuck. Big announcement tomorrow so, at 10 a.m. from Kyle Busch. Question. Bush. If Bubba Wallace is in the 45, how, are we doing that based on the driver or the car the number? Driver. Hey, yeah, you can use the driver t- twice. Right. We haven't really. Yeah. Yeah, driver. Right, driver. Because we decided you could use Noah in the sixty-two or the sixteen. It didn't okay. Matter. You also okay, haven't even enough. used Bubba this year. Well, that's why. That's right. that was just. It was just a question. And you, uh, I don't think you've used. You didn't use Carter this year either. Yeah, so uh, you could use him four times. Yeah. If you want. <laughs> but it's Bristol. Um, Bristol Bay. Kurt would be a good pick. Yeah, he would. Be. <laughs> if, he was, <laughs> if he were to be in the field. Uh, fuck my ass. Um, no, no, th- no, thank you. <laughs> Give me. Oh, tits. <laughs> what car do they drive? <laughs> <laughs> Driving car number one. <laughs> tits. <laughs> uh, give me the... Will you just pick? Jesus Christ. 30, 35 other drivers <laughs> in the field, man. I didn't give mean to me fuck the, you up that bad. Cody Ware. Give me the... <laughs> nope. Uh, give me the... Fuck it. 19. Martin Truex Jr. <clears throat> I'll take the... Uh, take the 12 of Ryan Blaney. I had that written down before you even said it because I knew that's where you were going. Yeah. Actually, I, w- I was <laughs> just going to go Kevin Harvick, but he's fucking dog shit now. So well, He either wins twice in a row or he's 50. He's- to be fair, Kevin should have won this race a year ago and Chase Elliott was fucking with him. Yeah, yeah. Either him or I haven't used Brad Keselowski this year, but he's not been good. I awesome. can tell you I'm not using Brad Keselowski yeah. this year. Yeah. Actually, I think I used him at a plate race. He is a good I, I did too. Good it, like, early on. Nope, I didn't. I never used the six car once. Nah. Well, so the the only last thing that I had was uh, we did post a little pamphlet, I guess, uh, marketing opportunities available. We're trying to uh, get some more people to jump on board and uh, sponsor the deal here that we got going on. We up Photoshop, and uh, we like putting people's logos in our graphics package. So uh, pretty cheap to just get your logo as a contingency sponsor. for. Uh, we'll do monthly packages, so uh, reach out to us if you're interested. Um, album cover has been purchased for, the, uh, for a month. Um, we have a presenting sponsor for this week, um, I believe – next week and then uh, star classic will be on board for uh, before the howler as well or star classic star speed will be on board for uh, before the howler as well so we do have some shows available Um, we only have three that are occupied but um definitely uh looking to make some things work with some people as uh everything's gotten super expensive Uh, i was talking to dan collins in the the, um kitchen today before he ended up having to go back to work because uh he ran out of vacation time i guess but um essentially just like getting from this house two speed weeks for or not speed weeks to the snowball derby for just charlie and i um is like two grand and that's not include a lot of people probably think like oh it's because you're getting boozed up it's like no that's that's not that we pay for that yeah <laughs> not the podcast so <laughs> we're talking about just getting yeah home. we're talking about like uh flights and talking about airbnb talking about tickets and a rental car um flights alone 
I mean, are pretty close to a thousand bucks just for two people right now. Um, pretty fucked up. So trying to help, uh, have anyone help us out if, uh, they possibly can. We've, uh, maxed out credit cards a lot, trying to make, uh, hmm. get some content at, uh, speed weeks and, uh, at the snowball derby. Um, and, uh, yeah, so looking to, we're going to go, uh, I believe, or we'll try to make something happen, but you know, it is a lot to go from uh, Islip, which is a bit of a trip uh, in November, to the Snowball Derby in December, to Atlantic City in January, to Speed Weeks two weeks later, uh, maybe a little bit less than two weeks later, uh, in February. So everything just seems to compile, and uh, yeah, so... Anyone looking to help out, we're, uh, we're looking for some help and uh, appreciate anyone that jumps on board. Thank you to Star Speedway for jumping on board for uh, for this week's show. Um, also, uh, yeah, if you got nothing going on this weekend, come to come to Star Speedway. Yeah, Star definitely, Classic. Definitely. You don't even yeah. have to come all three days if you don't want. You can pick one, two, or I, I would prefer if you came all three days. But you know, there's a little bit of flavor for everybody like we touched on. You know, everything from legend cars to pro stocks, late models, street stocks, trucks, the whole shebang. Yeah. You get it. Um, the whole that's where, that's where Brad and I will be all weekend like we said I'm gonna test on Thursday and haul the camper down on Friday going to be a time yep yeah looking forward to it so uh, hopefully we'll see you all out there it's gonna be a great weekend in NASCAR and, and uh, Bobby and I will be out there and uh, come by on Saturday or come by on Friday night participate in the uh, beer punk tournament Obviously, the race go green at 6.30 Friday with the Grand State Pro Stock Series headlining. I assume they're the last race of the night. Could be very wrong, but uh, if you're out of work at 5, even 6, make it out there, and uh, you'll still be able to catch a Grand State race, I assume, and then you can have some beer pong fun to, uh, with us and uh, 50% going to Peyton Strong, uh, thinking of Peyton always. So looking forward to this weekend. Should be fun. Indeed it will. I'll be in New Jersey. Wish me luck. So uh, this has been episode 184, maybe. Yep. Scott Mulkern, the colonel out of Falmouth, Maine, my former coroner. Matt Grant. That Wright yep. fellow that went to Jamie Spud Wright. today. Yeah, he was or at yesterday. Spud. Johnny Clark picked up the win at Spud in the Pro All-Star Series event. It, it did happen. That, that did Dan Brown fellow won the Modified race. Modified race was entertaining. Uh, Troy Morse had it pretty well wrapped up. Looked like they have the dominant car. They had a caution late in the run. Him and Bill Fisk on the front row swerving, warming up tires. I didn't see it, but uh, Troy went off under yellow with a flat right front. So, and Dan Brown, or I'm hmm. sorry, Bill Fisk inherited the lead and didn't win the race. Huh. He fell back on the restart. Dan Brown took the lead. I believe Brandon Varney and Garrett Lamb. Garrett Lamb, a podium pal that I missed. He finished third. Hmm. Looking to seal up that past modified title. It's got to be close. Um, him, yeah, Brandon Varney and him coming down to the wire. So 84. Mount. Yeah. Uh, well, Matt Dow, did you say that? No. Bro- no. Brody Dow. No. Yeah. Brody Dow. Yeah. That's it. All right. Man. We'll see you guys next week. See you next Tuesday. There was a Red Bull Cup car that was 84. Scott Speed? Casey Kane? Brian Vickers. Brian Scott Vickers. Speed? Scott, Scott Speed. Speed. Scott yeah. Speed. Kane was four. Vickers was 83. Scott Speed. You're right. You're right. See you next Tuesday. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car. Race car.